welcome to the K-Pop Corner. Um, this is Kendra, and I have the wonderful Jade with us. Hi! <laughs> um, I appreciate you being here, especially Happy on a Saturday. <laughs> of course. So we, much to talk about, as always. As always. We are going to tr- attempt to switch gears a little bit. <laughs> For episode oh, no, 11. We're totally. We're, yeah, we're going to talk about K-pop, not just Masta X. Yeah. <laughs> the last three episodes was kind of a, kind of necessary because there are alts yeah. and big old comeback and all that jazz. Absolutely. So episode 11, we're just kind of going to talk about K-pop current events, um, stuff in the industry going on. And yep, I guess yep. we're going to start it with my my Japanese phone call. Yeah, we're going to start it on a high. And we're all <laughs> going to live vicariously through you. Oh, my God. So for those of you uh, who haven't attempted for a fan call or don't know anything about it, um, it used to be back before Corona and stuff um, that you had to go to the country to have the fan call. Um, but now they are doing a lot of online events. So my friend Luann told me about it. I happened to get my flavors of love in the mail like fast enough to enter. So I got to try for the prize C. There was A, B, and C. And it just meant that I got to uh, attempt to talk to one member for one minute. <laughs> And somehow, by the grace of, I don't even know, I won with one copy. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. And then I had to wait a month for the phone call. So a lot of anticipation. Um, so basically how it all worked was I talked to another Mon Bebe who was in the phone call as well. So she had another friend who'd done the phone call the day before. So she knew how it was going to go down. So she gave me some advice. She's like, basically, you're going to enter the lobby um, 10 minutes before your call. And then you're going to see like a number on the screen. And you're going to have to click the top right link like a bunch until that number gets to five. And then when it's at five, then you click the actual link to like talk to a person so that in itself was nerve-wracking to me because I'm like what the fuck like that's so much pressure like what if I mess it up I guess her friend almost messed it up somehow I don't know um but well I did hear that like if you're not there on the call they like contact you so I guess there was some sort of a fail save I yeah I do think at least a lot of them, you get, like, two attempts. Right. If you don't answer, then that's it. Goodbye and good luck. <laughs> um, so after I you clicked it up. Yeah. After five, I, I was in the room. Um, and then someone came on and talked a bunch of Japanese. <laughs> so I was Wait, like, like a real, like a live person? Yeah. She was like, konnichiwa, oh. blah, 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 blah. Oh, and I was like, konnichiwa. And she's like, nihongo o hanashimasu Like, can you speak Japanese? I'm like, skoshi. Right. <laughs> and then she was like, hold on a second. And she transferred me to someone who speaks English. 
Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So basically, that girl just was like, hey, um, no one else can be in the phone call. Like, no one else, or like, no recording. Like, do you agree? (laughs) I I know, I know. Yeah. I already had my setup. (laughs) So as she's saying this, I'm like, yeah, uh uh-huh. Everybody recorded it. I mean, I don't even know why they say that. I don't know either, because for me... It's like a once in a lifetime thing. I don't know if I'll right. ever do this again. Well, for you, maybe. I see people like every single day doing like multiple calls with every single member. I'm just like, who are you people? It depends. So if you had gotten, yeah. if you had tried A or B, you would have gotten a fan, like a signed album and you would have got to talk to all the members. Oh, yeah. Wow. I obviously couldn't try for that time-wise, so I, I went with right. C. I will also tell you that my phone call was at 4.50 in the morning. <laughs> so I literally went but to bed at... great! Oh, God, it was horrible. I woke up at, like, 3 a.m. My heart was right. like... I don't know what the hell woke me up. Pounding? Yes! Like, I must have been dead asleep. I don't know what woke me up. I like splashed Adrenaline water in anticipation. Seriously, and it's like my internal to the clock. love of your life <laughs> <laughs> for one minute. I couldn't even open my eyes; they were so like dead. So I splashed yeah. water on them, woke yeah. myself up, and then did my makeup somehow. Yeah. It was bizarre. And then, um, yeah, and then sat down and did the whole. It was about sixteen minutes before I got to talk to him. Okay. So I talked to him maybe around five, a little after five. Okay. So I get to watch the counter countdown. There were seven people in front of me. Wow. So I'm just like... Oh, so you basically turn into a queue. Basically, yeah. Oh, very cool. But part of me doesn't know quite what's happening, so I'm like nervous that... Like, am I supposed to be waiting here? Like, what's going on? But then I started singing at like countdown eventually, Mm -hmm. so... Yeah, and then once it got down to one, I was like, oh, God. Oh, my God. Here we go. Right. <laughs> like, what was your emotion like? Were you, like, nervous? Were you, like, what were you feeling? Were you uh, calm? No. Hell were no. You scared? <laughs> Did you want to throw up all of it? Uh, I ate a banana <laughs> to help my, because I was, like, Nerves. so, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I was looking at my heart rate but it was only like 95 so it wasn't like crazy crazy yeah but i had my um stress gums <laughs> <laughs> so i took i am stress gum i was just like fucking smashing it and <laughs> squeezing right. it and oh my god just trying to distract myself right i had it's the anticipation it right? is oh gosh I had, like, a little post-it note with just a few notes on there to keep Mm -hmm. kind of on track. But I swear to God, the phone call went so fast that I would have sworn on my life that it was only 20 seconds. Right. Like, I literally went back through the footage because I thought there's no way it was a full minute. Right. But I'm also oddly mortified by it by what the whole i don't know i think i uh i built it up inside my head so much 
like in anticipation of what I was going to say, how it was going to go. So the actual events felt disappointing. (laughs) Oh, I think that's all in your head because I Uh, saw your, I mean, you sent me what you did and I was like, Oh, but I was like totally fangirling you, fangirling really? him. <laughs> oh yeah, I thought it was so cute. I was well, more not... importantly, tell me what like like when he came on the screen, like what was that like? I don't even remember. I, everything Such was a blur. Yes, it's so amazing. Like I know he I was very cute. He did. I know I was looking at him because I was trying right. to like. So one of the most awkward parts about it is I felt like I kept talking over him. Right. Because I had no idea when he was going to say something. Right. So I feel kind of embarrassed that I kept cutting him off, but I kept stopping. No, because you uh, had a lot to say and you wanted to get everything you wanted to say out. And I think what you said was like (laughs) incredibly nice and it was really from your heart and genuine. And you only had a minute. Like, I know. you know, he gets to do this all freaking day long. But this might be, you know, this is such an amazing opportunity. And you don't know when you're going to have this again. So good right. for you that you said what you wanted to say. I wouldn't feel bad about it. I think you did great. I think the the um, the screen turned. So then I was like, <gasps> you know, hello. And I thought right. I heard something. So I was like, hello. <laughs> and then he was like, Hi. <laughs> And then right. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and then he's I like, you were really calm. I think really? you really did. Oh, I think you did really. God. This is why I can't do stuff like this. I'd just be like, Whoa. like I wouldn't even be able to could get you, words out. Could you imagine though, if it was in person and he was like holding your hand? No, no. While you're trying to talk, I would have just been like no. word vomiting and stuttering. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I did get most of everything that I wanted to say to him out. And I did have right. that cute little chef's moment, chef's kiss. Yes. That was, was super cute. Sweet. Yeah. I was not nervous to send you that video at all. Right. But I was really nervous to put it on Twitter. I I don't know why. No one saw it. Well, <laughs> well here's the thing. I mean, you know... We know how people behave on the internet. Yeah. And even if you do something with great intentions, you know, some people just live their lives of bringing other people down. So I get the whole hesitation because it's something deeply personal and you want everyone to like have positive feedback and like, right. you know, think of it as a great experience. And But the reality is, is that people don't always share other people's joy there are people who live their lives stealing other people's joy and nobody wants you know negative feedback so i totally totally get your hesitation yeah but i think you were amazing and my (laughs) opinion should matter more than all those oh absolutely out there (laughs) hands down i missed one moment though i missed a moment when he said what when he was like, yeah, I can tell it's your first time. Like, don't be shy. I oh, won't yeah, bite. Oh, yeah, I saw that. It was very cute. I won't bite. Like, right. something inappropriate <laughs> almost came out of my mouth. And then I literally was just like, ah, okay. 
But I should have oh. been like, I should have been like, mm, maybe I like biters. <laughs> right, right. You should have just been like, wow, how do you know my kink? But, oh you know. my god, my brain just went blank. I was just like, what? Well, I think me and you have talked about this because I'm always like, I'm like, wow, just the way they've been um, <laughs> flirting on all of these fan calls. I'm just like, holy shit. Like they just, I mean, I don't know if this happens with other fandoms, with other idols, but I am telling you, like ever since I came into this fandom, just the progression of what happens on these <laughs> fan calls. You know, I'm yeah. just like, wow, they really have, they're like seriously stepping up, like the flirting, the attention, the like, yeah. you know. Minyuk asking, oh my God, <laughs> asking the fan to say, yeah. baby, I'm going to batter. Hey, yeah. I'm going to, uh-huh. yeah. And he whipped out his phone to record it. I cannot know. believe that. Like, she's so lucky. <sighs> And then I heard that I, Young One also asked Amon Bebe to uh-huh. do some sort of something, like Aegyo. Yep, Aegyo today. <laughs> I mean, they're the tables are turning. just like, they're turning the tables and they're, then they're going on fan cafes saying like, <laughs> calling everybody wives and ex-wives and girlfriends. <laughs> and I'm just like, whole, I mean, I'm here for it. I love all of it. This is just... Ultimately, I am so entertained by all of this. Yeah. I told Reagan when I came to bed at <clears throat> five something in the morning, how right. you sleep after that adrenaline rush, I don't know. Right. It took me some time. But I told him, right. I was like, you know what? I think I'm good. <laughs> I was like, I don't yeah. think I'm ever doing this again. Because... You say that now. <laughs> I know. And then I thought about, who was it? The... um my music taste was doing another round. Oh yeah, and this I saw time that. you get two minutes. Right. And then, so I was like, kind of contemplating just trying for it on one and seeing if I get insane luck. But then I was like, you know what? No, I've already put so much money into <sighs> but, these men. <laughs> right. Like, but like, would you pick him again, or would you no. go to a different member? I would have picked <gasps> Kian or Juhan. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, I did think about I am 2.0, <laughs> like right, round two. Right, But right. no, I think it would be just cute to talk to another member and see how it went. Yeah. I mean, you know, my Twitter, like they did some yesterday, so my Twitter feed is like full of it. So I, you know, a lot of people are sharing them on Twitter. I'm like, oh my God. Like, do they go to school? Like, do they teach all of them how to flirt? Like, it's just really kind of crazy. I'm like, are this, is this what they're like in real life? Like, what is <laughs> happening? Like, <laughs> I think it's probably just maturation because I guess. when they first formed after No Mercy, I would think it would probably have been harder for them to muster up the courage or be right, that bold. Right. I think that's definitely yeah. something that's developed over time. Maybe. Yeah, I agree. I also feel like mom babies have also step up, stepped up <laughs> their um, game. Yeah. I mean, my Twitter feed at one point, I think it was the, the fan call you did, was like tweet out like tweet after tweet with different people of like asking shonu to marry them (laughs) yeah (laughs) or it was either asking him to marry them or telling him he should be single forever like it was crazy i was like wow 
I, I mean, I guess like we feed off of each other. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's true. So I didn't even yeah. get to say goodbye. <laughs> it's I so sure. I saw it counting down, and I was like, right. "I am." I just wanted to let you know that I wrote you guys a song, and it's in your Instagram. And that was it. Right. I was like, "No." Yeah. <laughs> but at least you got. Ev- I mean, I think what's important is is that you said to him everything you wanted to say. Yeah. Saying goodbye to, you know, whatever. That that would have just been, like, frivolous time. <laughs> so I think you used your time really, really well. I thought I used the whole, like, this is my first fan call thing as frivolous. But I did get the cute reaction right. of, like, exactly. don't be shy. Exactly. Even though I otherwise it would it just up. be weird if you just, like, went right into, like, you know, verb vomited. But... You know, it was really, I thought, I thought the whole thing was really cute. I didn't expect him to start it off that way. Right. It really threw me. Oh, yes, I I can tell it's your first time. Yeah, they have that effect on everybody. They're like, they're like, oh, we do this like 800 times a day. Like, we got this. Like, because I think they also want to keep it like fresh and interesting. Yeah, I hope he, I hope he can recognize that I was a newer mom baby because I do feel like they get to see the same people. Oh, yeah. You know, you can tell because yes. they're like, hey, such and such. Right. Like they or know. like, hey, oh, you got a haircut. Or right. like, you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, I see, uh, you know, this is part of fandom culture and whatever. It's something like I kind of have a hard time wrapping my head around. It, it is all the same people and over and over again. And you do yeah. see people on Twitter that are trying to like obviously if you host uh, a group order and stuff like that you increase your chances right. and that's why part of it I'm just like I also saw that depending on who's hosting them some of them weigh like the group orders more than others. <gasps> Do they? That's what I saw like somebody was basically like is it MMT? Mm. Like my music MMT, taste. Yeah, my music taste. Like they were somebody was saying again, I, I have no reference point. Somebody was saying how like um if you buy less albums, it's easier to get into those versus some of the other ones because the way they I don't know. Oh, uh, whether or not really? it's true or not, I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't so, really <laughs> I purchased one album, one from my music taste. Right. For Juhan, the first round. Right. I never, ever, ever, it's like playing the lottery. I never right. expect it to actually win. Um, right. It's just for fun. But I think right. what's cooler about the Flavors of Love was the fact that I already bought the album. So right. all I had to do was enter the code and wish for good luck. But right. my problem with the other ones is the fact that i already bought a full set right you have uh, to order them right yeah and then i have to order separately just to get the fan call or potential so i ordered an extra one obviously that's in my shelf um that shit was expensive i don't know why but my music taste had crazy expensive shipping i think i paid over 40 (gasps) dollars for it for one album Wait, for shipping? Yes. Uh, just Wait, all for total. what? So oh, sh- the okay, actual total. album was like f- 15 bucks, but then the shipping, right. yeah. 
So trying yeah. for my music taste again, I knew right. just trying for one album is going to cost me forty dollars. Right, and I think most of that is actually shipping because you know I yes. just I've been yes. getting packages from Korea, and I was like, <laughs> I've spent more on shipping because the the way I was like, oh. Cause I think I when I order like the magazines and stuff, I'm yeah. like, oh my god, the shipping is crazy. So I think a lot of that, unfortunately, is the shipping. So if you order one, it's almost like if you order one album or like four albums or six albums, the shipping is going to be the same almost. almost that's where, yeah, they, yeah that's where it's, they really. It depends on what. You. It depends on what is more important to you. Right. For example, exactly. the um, fan con. DVD and kit, I ordered through G Market, right. hoping that I get the G Market pre-order benefits. Right. I paid a lot of fucking money in shipping for that, you know, because it's DHL coming from Korea. But right. as soon as I ordered that, I and I checked Choice, I checked the internet, you know, like I literally Googled it. I didn't right. get any options. Any other options? So I thought G Market was one of the only places to get it from. As soon right. as I buy it, I saw Sub K shop yeah. um, offering it. Yeah. And like, I could have probably saved a bit on shipping if I went through them, but I wouldn't have gotten the pre-order benefits. Right. I got mine from K Town for you because <laughs> I was on the wrong G Market website and I texted you as it was freaking out. Um, but I sent you so the right was, one. I know, but by that, I couldn't wait because you know <laughs> I have no patience for any of that. I was like, and with the K Town for you because it also had a pre-order benefit. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, also I went there because on my last order I really wanted Arena with Minhyuk, and I thought it was uh, in my order from yeah. my other thing because I ordered so many things. <laughs> and when I got my, like, I was like, oh my God, I don't have it. So they actually have the arenas. So I got that. So, yeah, that yeah. was also crazy because um, the shipping for the two, I'm looking at it. The, so the shipping for the DVD, the kit, and the magazine, the shipping is $43. I mean, I think that's better than what I paid. Oh, really? Well, I literally, when I saw the shipping, because, you know, it gives you the total yeah. for, like, the goods purchase. I And I was like, it is what it is. And by the time the shipping, I was like, what happened? Right. I think, shipping uh, is, like, 45% of the total bill. Yeah. G Market always gives you the Korean price, but then it puts in parentheses, like, the, Eng oh. or the USD. Yeah, yeah. So it probably was the same. But yeah, probably. Another yeah. instance would be like I tried for during um, Fatal Love. I tried for Sub K's video call. I only mm -hmm. bought two albums, right? Um, but those were like twenty four dollars each, right? Maybe I think thirty with shipping. So th that's right. an instance where you could try and pay a lot more, or not pay a lot more, but um, you could buy extras, right? <laughs> maybe get into a fan sign without having to pay $40 right. in shipping. Correct. But the Correct. My Music Taste is just expensive. Right. Well, speaking of, this might be a segue into the packages we got this week. Yeah! Oh, <laughs> so exciting. So we are... 
everyone probably knows this, but if you're new, we are Mon Bebes. So we both bought Legit. the sixth like, generation Mon yeah. Bebe fan club membership kit. Yeah. yeah. Which I just want to say again, I know I've said it on another episode, but the level of marketing in K-pop is insane. The fact that I can be like, I'm official, I'm an official sixth generation <laughs> member, like, right. and buy a physical kit yeah. is amazing. <laughs> yeah. First of all, let's just remind people, we paid for this back in March. Yeah, that's true. I ordered mine at the end of March. Both of us got this this week. Yep. Ahead of time, I will say. True. That is true. We were supposed to. Get, I was supposed to get mine on Tuesday. I think you texted me. When you texted me, you were like, "This is coming today." Part of me got really sad. Like, Aww. oh. And then it just like literally Magically. in the afternoon, I was work. <laughs> I I well, when you said it, I tracked my package. Yeah. When I tracked it, it was still like it wasn't even in my city. So I was like, oh, it's still saying Tuesday. In the afternoon, I was working. Somebody rang my doorbell and like. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie, like scare the shit out of me. I was like, what? And when I went, I looked out, I opened up the, my door and I saw the DHL person. I was like, are you kidding me? And I walked out, there were two giant boxes and I was like, so giddy. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay, like so, oh my God, it, it's it's been Christmas, all, it's been a Masa X Christmas at my house for a while now. And Same. I think in, it needs to, Santa needs to like stop. Reagan's <laughs> Santa like, being me. Reagan dropped some package off to me and he was like, dude, are you serious right now? I was like, shut yeah. up, it's Christmas, all right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's talk about this. Yeah. Miss Graphic Designer, what did you think of the kit? It's beautiful. <laughs> no, I'm Agreed. very, very, very happy with it. Um, Agreed. I mean, it comes in a box. It's not. It's not that amazing, but the mo- the box is really pretty. The yeah. paper they use is really nice. Yeah. Um. It has like a, a little slit for your name card, so you would, so you can see that <laughs> Agent Kendra. <laughs> yeah. You know. The box is for me. Yeah. It's really yeah. nice. I like the gold. Yeah. The gold. Yeah. Um writing yep yep i read everything feels like tactile feels so nice i know right did you feel these Uh, cards these uh uh, i felt everything (laughs) (laughs) these what do you call these um the the identification cards oh okay they're nice Everything. I thought they just did such a great job. Yeah. I, I think they picked really good materials. I thought the design was beautiful. I was really impressed. I thought it was well spent. And I again, yeah. to put it into perspective, it was not cheap. No. I can't even remember. I, I don't even remember because it was so long ago. Right. But I think it was... I think with shipping was less than a hundred dollars. Yeah. I think I I'm very happy with it. I thought I got my money's worth. The shipping was more were, expensive than the actual cost of the kit. I think so. <laughs> I think shipping and now I understand why the shipping was so expensive, because like it's heavy. 
Yeah. Um, and it was really well packaged. Like it came in bubble wrap. It came in a really big box, and everything came in like perfect. Yeah. So I think they made really good choices. It. I mean, it's really beautiful. I love the whole theme of it. it I'm super happy. I think it was. And I love how everything's individualized. So it's really cool. I'm, yeah. I'm really happy with it. Obviously, I'm extremely excited with the two sets of photo cards. Of course. Of they all course. look so good. Do you notice oh, that there's yeah. an overlap of accessories from um, one of a kind? Listen, I have a whole thing <laughs> going on here. What do you mean? This is why I wanted to talk to you about this. Uh, First of all, I just think it looked beautiful. There were so many pieces. I thought everything was like really detailed, like high production value. They yeah. like really picked out nice materials. But it's the theme that I, <laughs> it's so fascinating to me, right? Yeah. So if you really look at it, first of all, they looked amazing. Amazing. Absolutely. The styling, everything. So they're all like this is a very like stoic, very serious photo shoot. Photo shoot. They're all <laughs> wearing tuxes, except for Shonu. Did you see he had like a little smile in some of them? There were a couple of them <laughs> where I think Kyung too, where there was like a Did smile, I? like Juhan had like a smirk. <laughs> but um, I love this whole like very grown up look. So this yeah. whole like agent, the whole dossier look, secret agent which I thought it was interesting because like the tuxedos kind of tie back to like photo concept one and also the tuxedos they wore in the music video. True. And this whole secret agent thing really tied <laughs> back to um, their schedule release with that crumpled piece of paper. Oh yeah, that's true. So yeah, so it was really, um, so I, I just really thought it was kind of cool that like there were all these like little tie backs. So to me, it's a, uh, Again, like, it was really well planned, and they just, I love, like, my favorite pieces are the dossier and the photo book. I What's thought the, the photo dossier? The dossier was, like, uh, the agent, I think it's the agent profile, the one that came in the folder. Okay, yeah. And um, I love the usage of black and white. I, lo I love how, like, their information stuff had the black and white photos on the back. It's yeah. just cool. And then, like, the Polaroids, I... I did not know this, but I saw somebody posting it on like TikTok. If they you are? flip them over, they actually the back of it actually um, does it make it. I think it might make the Masa X logo on the back, mm -hmm. like agent logo. Okay, yeah. I didn't notice. I that. just yeah. I mean, just the production value. I love like the the glossy photos on like that satin finished paper. I just thought it was really well done. I'm really I'm super. Yes, you know, my too. production marketing nerd is like seriously like <laughs> fangirling like crazy because it's just it's real. I just think it was really well done. It was really beautifully shot. It, I love the design of the photo book. Yeah, I'm looking at it right I'm, now. Yeah, I'm curious. What do you think of the design of the photo book itself? Um, in terms of like just the layout, I think it's nice. I mean, <laughs> I know I say this all the time, but I love the paper quality. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, they have cute little, you know, like they'll have a full page picture, but then they'll have right. like, you know, little insets 
yeah. of like having a photo a Polaroid or torn papers or you know they have nice right. little pops of color too yeah like evidence and it's weird red. like those little inset photos is it like is it like a really toned down sepia or is it just like uh, stripped black and white like some of them looked a little more it looks black like, and white does it because mm. some of some i was looking at it was like oh those insets like the details i'm like is that black and white but some of them look like pinkish so it's like, is that like a weird, just like a super light sepia? It was just like, I thought it was really beautiful. I actually love also um, like the the sparse spacing of everything. I love that they left many pages kind of like blank and black. Yeah. Like I love that. I know a lot of people want pictures on every page. I thought it was a very elegant design. Yeah. I, just, I really love the design of those spreads myself. Yeah, I mean, like, after the last picture of Kihan, you got, like, a full, literal, like, black, yeah. empty spread. But it doesn't look bad, because you I have, know. like, your information to the right, right. and you have the logo to the left. Yeah. Like, I love that kind of design style. I'm a big fan of of space. No, I, I mean... I think it just makes things look really, like, again, I make it look a little bit more elevated. It's, uh, there's, like, a... A nice sophistication to the kit, you know, yeah. just like, yeah, I just thought that, and also just like, my God, those tuxedos are yeah, amazing. They look, they look really They good. look amazing. Manhook's glasses, I love glasses <laughs> on him. They're great. They do look really good. So yeah. I noticed that they have the same, like, little champagne glasses that they had on the airplane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah. Because they're very that's... distinct looking. Yeah, that's why I was like, it's interesting, all these, like, callbacks. So so this is what I was thinking. I'm like, what, like, did this take so long because they were waiting for the music? Like, were they all produced uh. at the same time? But then again, I feel like these photos were published when the fan kits were announced, right? Because these photos have been floating out there for a while. yeah. I mean, not these exact ones, but other versions, yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's a good question. I mean, they all have, like, similar hair. Right. To what they have. You know, like, I don't know. Right. I actually showed Reagan my fan at this kit. I was like, hee mm-hmm. look at me. And he was cute enough to divulge me. <laughs> he thought it was really cool as well. Yeah. Very nicely yeah. done. It um, was, I really, I just thought it was really nicely done. They're very, yeah. I, I love this whole concept. They I, look so again, good. Yeah, they look, <laughs> and you know, it's interesting. They all took their ears out. So it's very minimalistic. Mm, like there's not true. a lot of jewelry. Um, their makeups are very toned down. So I think, again, it's this whole theme. They really, I feel like whatever they do, they really commit to the theme and yeah. they try to really carry that out. So just on, like, a design perspective, like, I thought it was really, like, it's really beautifully done. Yeah, I agree. But I... Like, even the little um, insets, I don't know what you call this, with, like, the badges and the keychain and everything is just just so nicely... all those little pieces. It's a, yeah, it's a complete story. It's very satisfying to me. (laughs) 
It feels special. And especially, I guess, people did not love the Gen 5 stuff because I've been seeing, like, a lot of feedback because people were like, oh, my God, because now everybody's unboxing them as everyone's getting them. And people are going, oh, my God, that looks amazing. I can't believe I didn't get it because Gen 5 was kind of, like, eh. Like, I was like, I don't know what any of them look like. I was like, this is, like, fucking amazing. I only know briefly what some of them look like, and they're a little more soft, I think. Right. But as right. soon as they're like special agent, I was like, fuck, yes. Yeah. Sign me up. Take my money. Right. <laughs> and this is so, this is the other thing that was kind of funny. So they're special agents. This is the whole theme they're going with. I was thinking back to their music video, how at the very end, you know, how they leave in the SWAT cars, but yeah. we all just assumed that they were pretending to be the police but are yeah. they really just special agents Ooh. pretending to be bad guys that <laughs> left really as the good guys <laughs> are like it into this i don't know i'm putting the um putting the polaroids together and they definitely do make the logo yeah look at that yeah. who fucking who was like you know what would be really cool <laughs> The design, honestly, you know, I've been crapping on, but this is, again, I don't know who produced this. I don't know if it's like Starship or Mm. Inner Park or whoever did this. Like, this kid is so impressive. Thank God it was not know who did the Monster X crazy logo. (laughs) So, Inner Park is like what I perceive to be kind of like a G market. Like the marketplace. Yeah, just to sell stuff. I actually right. got some of my gum stuff on there oh, for pretty okay. cheap. I mean, granted, you have to pay <laughs> shipping, yes. but the shipping, it, it didn't, it's not like I had right. to pay shipping per item. Yeah. I, I mean, at a certain I point, go by I seriously was like, air Air is pretty cheap. I'm like, one of these days, I'm going to just <laughs> fly to Korea. I'm going to buy everything I want, put it into a shipping con- container yeah, and ship it ship back it to home. the United States. It'd be cheaper. I agree. So. Take Anyways. me with you. <laughs> Let's do it. But let Road me know trip. first so I can, like, save and stop buying shit off Macari. Uh. Oh, my gosh. You know what I just realized the other day? I was like, oh, my. I was cleaning up my desk drawer because I haven't traveled and I haven't thought about it. My passport expired this year. Aww. And I had an idea. I know. I know. Because I haven't. We haven't been able to go anywhere. So yeah. I haven't looked at it. So I was like, oh, I got to get working on this that. yep <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> anyways <sighs> yeah so, so we're official uh, mom babies like official yeah. official we have like membership numbers and everything <laughs> so reagan wanted to know if the badge like holder was meant to put their badge in there or my badge i don't know <laughs> i mean i, I assumed it was for the badge Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, what are we? What are you supposed to do with your membership card? Do we put it in our? Do we put it in our wallets? Like, we could flex that when we're out with our friends. <laughs> Even know. when you go to a concert, you're like, I'm official. Right, I, I right. Does that give us discounts? That's more important. Can we get discounts with that membership card? Honestly, I've had the BTS membership for two years now. Right. So the first year, um, you had to buy the kit, which was expensive. Right. And then Corona hit. So I didn't get that kit for like seven months. Right. It was insane. Um, 
I it just lives in there. <laughs> lives in the box. I know. And then my weenie mm-hmm. membership also um I have that like in a another box. <laughs> right. Like all my Monster X stuff. Cuz yeah. I don't know yeah. what else am I supposed to do with that? Dude, what are we supposed to do with any of this stuff? Like, what are people doing with their photo cards? Like, what's happening? Are we just, like, are we just, like, buying shelves? Are we supporting? Like, I feel like K-pop stands are also supporting the shelving industry. Like, we're just buying shelves to put our <laughs> uh, shit yeah. on it. I bought two I Billy bookcases from Ikea. Oh, God. I know. <laughs> for your K-pop stuff. K-pop and manga. But well, primarily for what's... K-pop. <laughs> right, but this is what's so funny, though. Like, you know, people buy, like, photo cards. They put them in folders. Then it sits on a shelf. I know you have some of yours on display. Like, I'm like, I have, like, this is what happened with all the all about um, one of a kind. Mm-hmm. I took everything out. I looked at everything. I put everything back in yep. into the sleeves onto yep. a shelf. Yeah. I, 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 I haven't just... even I haven't even opened up any of my fatal love stuff yet. <laughs> There's I don't know how. Are just sitting on a shelf. I don't. I don't know how. Have you not looked at uh, version four? Or version four is nice, but what's God? What's my favorite? Two. One. I fuck. I, I don't even bought, know. I bought. I bought a single version. This is like my first thing into the fandom. Was like I bought one version because I thought uh. there was only one. It was the red one. And I opened it, I was like, oh my god, all this shit that came out of it. Again, like, I'm not putting these on my wall. Like, I see people decorate their rooms and whatever. Literally, everything went back into it. And I've been looking at my growing... And I only been buying Monster X stuff. Like, I can't even buy other people's stuff. Dude, no. Like, it's... I literally was like, I'm a grown adult. What the fuck is happening? Like, what is all this? Just, like, collecting... Yeah. Like... If I, okay, I, I am a multi-stan in the fact that I have some ATs albums. I have, right. obviously, one ho. Um, right. And some BTS. And BTS. Yeah. Right. But I have sparse shit from those people. I have right. so much Monster X because I, because I spend so much money on Monster X and there's so much to be had. I yeah. literally do not have money to dedicate to another group. It's too much. Right. Like, if I fell right. down the hole for ATs that I did, Monstax, I would be fucked. Right, right. <laughs> like, I don't even, I can't. I don't even want to entertain it, so. I already told myself that I have to delete Makari. <laughs> yeah, well... Let me tell you something. Out of everything I've bought, and I've bought a fair share of crap for Mossax, <laughs> my favorite purchase, I'm not even going to lie, is my Nunu Gum uh, clipboard. <laughs> that, that was I really literally cute. have been using. Because it's something actually useful that I right. needed. Yeah, that I had to get from Korea. But honestly, I've been using it like, yeah. See, that's it's, good. It's functional. Every time I, I buy a photo people... card, I'm like, why the hell am I buying this? Like you said, it's right. going to go into my photo binder and onto right. a shelf. Right. See, I'm not... My collecting is very different than other people. Like, um, you know how I got that one Shonu picture card? It's mm-hmm. sitting on my computer desk. Because when I want to kill people on a daily <laughs> basis, I look at him and it calms me down. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not somebody who, like, just collects them, like, you know, put them on a pedestal. Like, I've used, I've you, I've chopped stuff up, which probably hurts other people's feelings. Like, I've used the stickers. I just, I'm like, I don't want this stuff sitting around. I want to see them and use them and whatever. Right. I mean, that's what they're for. I still can't get over the fact that that person wrapped my young one card in literally a page from Fatal Love. Right. I was like, damn, girl. That's pretty impressive. So so this is the thing. Like, I was looking at my other giant box that came from Korea this week. So I got all four follow albums. Oh, yeah. Because that's been kind of hard to find because I only want to buy sets of stuff because I can't be like, I can't keep track of whatever. So they sent me, they sent me five posters. Four of them are the fucking same. Oh, really? What the hell am I going to do with this? Yeah. And the only one that I, and the other one. Did you at least get the bathtub one? No, I did not. <laughs> Listen, I'm very angry about what I got because the poster that I got that I really liked, I only had one of, it's damaged, but it's fine. Aww. Like then, then I was like, why am I even getting upset about this? Like <laughs> it went back into the poster tube. Yeah. I mean, that's like, where what mine am I are... doing with this stuff? Because like, I, I have, yeah. I spent a lot what of you... time and effort framing the few that I have on my walls right. because I didn't want it to look tacky like I'm 14 again. Right, right. I wanted it to look more elevated. Right. But um, it took a lot of effort because they're not... Um, Korean sizes, poster sizes are, like, European. They're not Correct. American. Right. So they're I had to, like... Standard. Right. I had to, like, yeah. trim off, like, a quarter inch here and a half inch yeah. from over here. Yeah. And then I taped it to the white poster that came with the frames. So okay. if I wanted to change... So it's kind of, like, floating with a yeah. white border yep yep but if i want to change them that i kind of don't have any way to change it i have to go buy paper i guess like i don't (laughs) even know what to do like i have so many posters now because i like i i literally this is not my thing you can sell them maybe i can't be bothered (laughs) i literally cannot be bothered i wish i could meet a mom baby like where i live who's just just starting and i'm just like here take it it's yours (laughs) This is, like, your introduction to the fandom. Like, just take it. Because I thought about it. I was like, oh, I could just say I'm giving these away. Just give me your address. I can't even, I can't even be bothered with that either. <laughs> no, because so. it's expensive. Because I started selling some of my extra stuff, too. Right. Um, and so I shipped uh, two Fatal Loves, like, my extras from the phone call that I right. tried. Um, right. That shit's, it's not cheap. Like, you can't do no. media mail, thank God. So media mail only costs three ninety five, Right. Or at least from Michigan. <laughs> right. But you... I mean, like, part, yeah. part of me is like, should I throw it out? But I don't want to throw it out, which I don't even, I don't want to throw it out. It's freaking pieces of paper. I have no use for it. So the other thing is, it's like, like, when I saw the stuff you sent me, I was like, maybe I could use this as wrapping paper. Oh, yeah. Like for Christmas this year, I'm going to try to convert <laughs> some of my friends to Monster X fans by using it as wrapping paper. I 100% approve. <laughs> right? I think this is what I'm going to do. I'm like, I'm just going to recycle 
whatever. Then I was like, oh, maybe I'll do a craft project. I'm like, would this shit work on with like, you know, Mod Podge? I don't know. Should I de- should I like decoupage something with these posters? This is yeah. the stuff that goes through my head. I told Reagan that I was like, you know, the only downfall of like the K-pop marketing is that I end up with so much stuff that I just don't really need. Right, like of course. Like the little mobiles or whatever they're calling it, ornaments. I hate to break this to you. None of us need four copies of the same freaking album. None of us do. <laughs> I mean, I disagree with that. <laughs> you do? Okay. Because I full-heartedly love each version of every album. I think it's really True. cool that they do that. Like, if you think about it, you would only True. get one version, and whether and out of the four, sometimes that's not the version you would have picked as your favorite. True. But I do not need the sheet of stickers, the excess amount of bookmarks, or, yeah. like, stands, like, paper stands. See, I just I don't wish need that I, See, that's the other thing. I wish I had a bookmark. Like, I wish there were things, like, to me, they're more functional. I'm There's more into the, like, bookmarks and functional. fatal love. Oh, I should open those up then. <laughs> I am telling you, like all the ornaments that came with one of a kind, I so every year I have a big Christmas tree and then I Are do you a gonna mini decorate Christmas it? tree. I think I might make a Master X Christmas tree this year. I thought about it. Maybe anyway, I'll actually so buy a this, tree. So this actually leads into, like, the next topic we're going to talk about, which is just, you know, K-pop in general and how it's, you know, <laughs> taking over the world. Yeah. So when we were talking about topics and there's been some um, more business stuff that's been happening in K-pop, like big business announcements. So I kind of, like, went into this, like, not a deep dive. I was like, you know what? For shits and giggles, let's just really look at K-pop as an industry so, you know, because we're talking about big business. So K-pop is a $5 billion industry, 5 billion US dollars, five, you know, versus Korean, 5 billion US dollar industry. So it's like a very, very large industry. So I, I came across this really interesting article. And one of the things that talked about is the business model of K-pop entertainment companies. And this really relates to the exact thing we're talking about <laughs> yeah. is the, the evolution of the K-pop music industry and how over the years, and we've talked about this, how album sales have really dwindled in what in the international market as people go to more online and streaming platforms, people are no longer buying albums. But the sale of K-pop albums are still super, super profitable. Because at one point, the business model really shifted from, you know, you used to be you make money selling albums. So with K-pop companies, it's really like touring, special events, and merchandising. That's like now is their biggest sort of like percentage of all of your revenue, um, revenue sources. And the reason why the K-pop albums are still profitable is this interesting dynamic where they market albums as merchandise, which is exactly why we just talked about how we feel like we have to get every single <laughs> freaking version of the album. Right. Because when we think about an album, 
used to think about an album, it's the physical CD, right? You're just thinking about, oh, like Amer most American CDs come in like a jewel case with like right. some artwork and like maybe that some is lyrics. Not what, right. That is not what K pop stands want. The physical CD is completely irrelevant, I feel like, for most instances, right? Yeah. Because we, what what do we want? We want the beautiful cover. We want the packaging. We want the photo cards. We want the exclusive picture. Because every outlet, you know, is doing like a special add-on. Like, oh, you get it through us. You get a special photo card. You get yeah. a bonus, whatever. <laughs> and this is why, and this is all stemming from that K-pop fans are incredibly loyal so it's um it's just very interesting because it becomes more it's this whole thing about merchandising it's all the money making opportunities and this is how we buy shit we don't need <laughs> that but we think we need it yeah. It's no longer a want. Like, this is why it's so brilliant. At a certain point, it's not like, a want anymore. It's a need. Mia, you, like, don't good, I always text you? I'm like, do I need yeah. this? <laughs> I'm like, uh, don't ask me. I'm a terrible right. person to ask. Because I never say to you, I want this. I'm like, oh, yeah. my God, I think I need this. Like, it's crazy. I think a really good example of what you're saying would be the fact that Monster X just released um, a pre-order for the fan con which okay yep. i'm gonna tell you this i bought the ticket to watch the fan con live uh-huh yeah uh but the thing is i'm buying the kit and the dvd <laughs> yep like an insane person because yep. one they have different photo cards and different benefits uh-huh and Two, I couldn't understand half of what was happening because the they had like partial subtitles for the right, event. Right. So I like yep. the whole time I was just like, "What? Is, I don't get it." Yeah. And I really hope they do day one and day two because I got to watch day two, and day two they did like Jenga, right? Like massive Jenga, and like day I one mean... they did this cute um, segment where they had to sing "Shine Forever." But yeah. with like the with lyrics, the, they have to write down lyrics. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm assuming you're getting all the content because I, it's four days. Which also, by the way, I don't even own a DVD player, <laughs> but I bought it anyway. I will say to those who are planning on maybe getting one of these, the DVDs are not Blu-ray. So oftentimes it's just 720 and it's not exactly right. the best quality. And right. I know this because I got We Are Here on DVD and then I got the Connect on the kit. And the kit has like 1080p. It looks much nicer. Right. So Is I that will why you say, bought both? <laughs> I bought both because I'm a glutton for punishment. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> I bought both because... Uh, well, one, you're like, I think I'm going to get both. And I was like, really? Should I get both? Wait, are you saying I influenced you? How the tables have turned? Maybe no. a little bit. Because I was like, well, she might be onto something if she's saying she wants both. So I looked at it oh again. And they do have, okay, I'm going to put it this way. 
the DVD has like 190 pages or something. It's got a oh, it does. I didn't even the photo look book. at like yeah. I d- I didn't even look at it. I don't know if it's I, 190, yeah. but it's pretty substantial. And then the kit only comes with like 70 pages, only but they 70? have different different content. Wait, they have different content? Like it looked like the kit is more uh like behind the scenes shots. Because oh. you know how they do a lot of VCRs and stuff? Right. Oh, interesting. Um, and then, from what I could tell, the DVD looked like it was a lot of, like, the actual event. Like, live right. event. I'm sure it has okay. overlapping stuff. I don't know. Oh, sure. And then they all have different fucking photo cards and postcards. Yeah. And I'm such a sucker. Yeah. Huh? The air I kits know. are very nice, I will say. Um, I'd never even heard of such a technology and right. until K-pop. Right. Like, why aren't other people using that technology? Is it just a Korean thing? So, it I'm glad you brought thing. that up because that was also <laughs> part of my research. How, go team, so, go. Go team, go, right? Like, we, you, you and I haven't even really talked about this. I just love how, like, these things just come up. Like, me and you are on the same wavelength. <laughs> that really makes K-pop thrive as an industry. And what really makes K-pop entertainment companies thrive is, is that they've become incredibly dependent on technology. So, you know, with HYBE or HYBE um, SM, which we'll talk about later, their big investments into techno- technology and e-commerce platforms, it's incredibly interesting. It's actually one of the things that's actually propelling um, the whole K-pop industry into this like um, hybrid of being entertainment and technology company. Um, so, it you know, there's a lot of things that that's in k-pop that's um kind of very unique to them when you look at entertainment because they're you know at the end you know we're like oh they're just they're really just like music companies but they do so much outside of that and part of that is is that number one we have to really just remember that these are for-profit for-profit businesses yeah they're for-profit businesses that really their products are not like the albums their products and what they're making money on are it's not even the art it's the artists so in every way possible the way they could leverage their artists into your home however that comes to you like through album sales, developing, you know, fan, you know, electronic, the, the, um, oh my gosh, the remote concerts, the, Mm. the fan calls, the, you know, the cards, the, um, Kino kit kits, stuff like that. They're really trying to like get to your wallet (laughs) every single possible way. Right. Because again, it's creating this demand. I mean, they're the suppliers, you know, but like we don't say no to any of the demand. Oh, right. you're going to throw us a, 
online concert, we're going to buy tickets. You're going to come to the Staples Center or, you know, we're going to go to that. You want us to have light sticks at the concert, we're going <laughs> to buy that. You're going to send us yeah. behind the scenes with extras through DVDs, we're going to buy that. Oh, you're right. going to add, you know, additional not you know, never seen before footage on the kit video. Well, then I have to have that too because we, they've leveraged their artists so well. This is no longer, I saw something today that was really interesting. At a certain point, there's a difference between a fan and a supporter. We've become yeah. the supporters of the artists but at the end of the day, we're supporting the entertainment companies. Yeah. And it's a very it's a very interesting dynamic because part of the brilliance of their marketing is that they're making it hard for us to say no to any of it. We right. don't say no to any of it. No, because why would we? I mean, unless you're some 15-year-old who doesn't work a part-time job and just goes to school obviously right. you have to rely on your parents to buy you this so there will be right. limitations but if you're like a grown adult with right. your own money like it's up to you on how much and what and you know like luann has a she has a limit where she won't buy any photo card above ten dollars okay <laughs> i i tried that i Let really did i'm sorry good because she but, tell me how she's doing that. I know. I don't know how <laughs> she has that uh, that discipline. Because I started off that way. And for the most part, right. it was doable. Um, right. But now, if you go to buy stuff, everything is at least 12 or $13. <gasps> and then and then people are asking for $3.65 in, sh- in shipping. Like $3.65. Right. So you yeah. you add taxes and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. one standard photo card is going to cost you like 16 or 17 bucks. Oh, yeah. It's right. nuts. And then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm well, the one like, who's I, like... Do you, do you even blink an eye at it? <laughs> I just bought two... <laughs> exactly. I just bought two Urban Decay PCs for... Yeah. What the fuck did I spend on that? I don't know. I don't even know. I bought too much. I got I got my but I got my favorite boy. Oh, I 18. saw it. I was like, yeah, I didn't see the price. I was like, I want that. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to get Shonu and he's already gone. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, eighteen dollars each and then three dollars and sixty five cents mm-hmm. shipping. Yep. It's see nuts. I for me I and I've showed you picture cards that I want. I'm like, I'm not gonna do it. They're just a couple like I tend to buy ones that are kind of like harder and I'll yeah I will pay a premium for it again like I said to you buying that picture card of Shonu in the sweater that I love it's a f- tiny speck in the grand scheme of things of me buying that sweater so I'm like I'm totally <laughs> like I was like I could just look at him wear the sweater instead of me buying the sweater it's fine yeah I mean at a certain point like hey what, think- what is your ceiling do you have a ceiling <sighs> for a I think my ceiling I've reached yesterday because there's a Hanigam for sale. Oh, come she's, on. She's charging $250 for it. For what? For a Hanigam first generation plushie. And oh my God. that's that's absurd. So another one just sold for 165. That's okay. also absurd. 
but not as absurd as 250. So she sent out like a, you know, anyone who liked it, she sent out an offer for 225. Right. Um, I was like, hey, you have a (gasps) lot of stuff. I'm like, do you happen to have like the costume gum of of Juhan? She said no. So I was like, well, would you willing willing to do 200 which is an fucking absurd absurd but i also not i tried to buy this honey gum like six months ago and then they canceled the order on me stop it so buy it no because she was like how about 220 and i was like no i still can't do that because you add in taxes shipping Shipping. she wanted 7.99 shipping yeah that thing was going to cost me $240 at her price. Right. I'm just, right. no one bought it. The offer yeah. came and went. It's still there because that was my first, like, no. This is um, insane. <laughs> so I see it. I am some Versace cards being sold. Where? I haven't seen anyone selling them. Oh. Oh, do you want me to tag you? Is it $100 for set? Because that's what someone no. said on TikTok. No, no. Ugh. I saw two that were twenty five bucks a piece. Was like, so I thought that was really. Weird. Are you looking for them? Maybe I'll tag you. <laughs> I will tag you. I mean, no. <laughs> Fucking um, photo cards. They're such an addiction. Should, yeah. So this is this is the thing now. Um, I'm gonna give you a little secret. I've been searching out personal buyers. <laughs> What do you mean? Oh. I've been trying to find people that will go find what I'm looking for. In Korea? Uh-huh. <laughs> so. I need to be stopped. Someone <laughs> need to take away my bank account. I feel you. I feel you. I paid off my insane fucking purchase of concert tickets. Yeah. <laughs> Started a new leaf and then... I- Proceeded to put like a hundred dollars of <laughs> fucking photo cards on there. Uh, there's only <sighs> I'm only looking for two more. I just yeah. want the two. The Moschino, 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 and I'm and I'm done. <laughs> I do not want anything else. Those are the only two because I got the Urban Decay that I really love. I only yeah. collect things that I really really like. And again, like because yeah. I'm not buying like a bunch, and I don't want to be on the hunt because I have no time. I'm willing to pay a premium for them and just see. Be done. I started off with just taking the photo cards that were given in the albums. And I was like, that's right. good enough. And then one day I started seeing the cutest fucking, like, I have to have this photo cards. Right. And right. then it's been like a very slippery slope. I do not, yeah. I'm not a, uh, I don't collect everything. Right. You know, I'm not like a diehard, oh, I'll collect every single Keon or every single I am. Right. I oh, just yeah, that's choose crazy. my favorites. Right. But. I also am at a point where I only want to keep my favorite. So there's yeah. definitely, like, some of the have open. I'm like, honestly, if somebody wants these, like, they can have it. I just don't want to deal with it. <laughs> so I'm always, this is why I'm always, like, I need to find, like, mom babies, like, locally. And I'll be just like, if you want this, take it. So I'll buy them. On Facebook, you know how those, like, uh, the free buy sell groups and whatever yeah. i'm always like should i just put them up there and see if somebody will take these <laughs> like just I'm come sure to my house would. and pick it up i i love i would love to share all of this i just don't want to manage it sell it you know it's ship a lot it, be responsible. i get it i don't want to be responsible for it but i do I also, free free yeah. shipping though so i just put right. it in 
like a thank you card in the top loader plastic thing. I don't Call even know what that is. I don't want to know what it is. <laughs> I, well, I've bought enough to where I have a whole collection now. Oh, okay. Of course. <laughs> of course you do. I mean, I do have to say, like, when I order stuff, I'm always, like, impressed. I was like, oh, my God. The amount of care and attention. Yes. Like, I get a lot of, like, thank you cards and stuff like that. I'm like, Dude. this is, like, amazing. Like, I have no time for any of that shit. <laughs> like, I'm gonna I just can't. I'm going to send you this picture because I got the Minyuk Fatal Love pimp looking picture right <laughs> <laughs> she sent it in i'm such... sorry i did not say pimp i said jello there's oh, a sorry. difference <laughs> what's the difference <laughs> what is the difference stop <laughs> laughing <laughs> look at this um... fucking card <laughs> i sent you oh and then the inside's even better i take a picture Oh my god. Fucking ridiculous. Oh, see? Like, people are so talented. I love <laughs> this about our fandom. It, that looks amazing. I'm yeah. like, what the I hell? I do love that picture. Well, this yeah. is what I'm saying. Like, I like, I see when I'm on TikTok where people are like, let me, like, what, pack this with me. And I see all of it. And I'm just like, a lot. Like, I have no time for any of this. No. I just I put just in a thank you don't. card. I put in a couple right. extra freebies that I have laying around. Yeah, I don't. Holiday. Yeah, people are like, I'll put in freebies. People are like, I'll, you know, like look at the the eight hundred different kinds of washi tapes, the stickers. <laughs> like again, like when yeah. I got one of my orders, I was like, why is this in this big thick envelope? When I opened it, there was like stickers. Like, it was like <laughs> Masa X stuff. There was like she wrote this beautiful thank you card, whatever. I was like, I was like, you did all of this for like. 10 bucks like, right it's crazy to me it is sometimes though it's cute you know it's it really is. nice it's to receive cute. that but sometimes it really it's like is. um i just i really don't need your sanrio stickers and all this stuff right. but now i don't know what to do with well i you, literally you keep it for other people for their freebies you just pass yeah. it on pass it on that's basically i just shove it in a box <laughs> right well, that's but the anyway. thing. Sometimes, right, I feel bad. Like, some stuff that comes, I'm like, I have no use for this. Yeah. I just stop feeling bad. I'm like, it's going in the garbage. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, some I of it I throw I away. I can't just, just keep on collecting garbage day in, day out. But. <sighs> Anyways, we're getting There was something topic, I was but... going to say that was, you said in your, like, five minutes ago. It was so relevant to what you were talking about. Oh, no. What did I I don't remember. <laughs> Well, if but, it pops back up in your head, just jump in. Ah, it's gone. <laughs> so, what do you think of this Blackpink movie? Ah, uh, so, which is also very interesting, because it's kind of like the concert DVD that we just talked about. Mm, yeah, so, that's true. number one, so, again, like, this sort of, like, today's sort of loose topic is the globalization of K-pop. Uh, what's really fascinating is this is kind of like that concert DVD, except for it is in movie form. It's a two-day special event. This is to celebrate their um, five-year anniversary. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I mean, it's crazy. First of all, it's being released in a hundred countries. In a hundred countries. In the movie theater. It's <laughs> kind of and- spectacular. It's really not even it. just a straight up movie. 
It's going to no. be offered in a variety of formats, Correct. including Screen X, which says it's a multi-sensory experience. Correct. Like Correct. 4DX. Like, what the... F- like, how I much don't... do I need to experience this movie? Is my sheet... Well, is my uh, chair going to rumble? Yeah, probably. With Boombaya? Well, and it's, it's kind of interesting. <laughs> so, like, when you really look at it... So, again, everything with Blackpink, I'm just like... Their movie is called The Movie. Kind of like the record. It's I like know. fucking, it just, but it doesn't even matter. <laughs> it Do doesn't you know matter. I, it doesn't matter how stripped down it is that like people are going to go hog wild anyways. Yeah. So regardless of the of name, they're going to go watch it. Of course. They're going to pay their 15 bucks. And it's kind of interesting. So it's like three parts. So it's like memories images four parts memories images interviews and songs Mm, so it's like a weird combination of like so i'm just like images like what like a music video are you going to put up static images like so there's going to be you know behind a lot of behind the scenes which was not exactly what i thought it was going to be i don't know what i thought it was going to be and then, you know, they released that thing on Netflix last year. Yeah. So I'm just trying to figure like, out how it's is kind this... of something like that, but right. just like in a bigger platform on the big screen. And part of it is more like you get to share it with other people versus in your home. So it's more like a concert going experience. So, and I know, like, I don't know, have you ever been to special events at movie theaters? Uh, not really. Like, I've so. done that where, like, you do, like, um, you know, I think I saw a Broadway show that was never going to travel, like, on the movie theater, in the movie theater. So I think it's this kind of, like, um, you know, like, you could do it with your fellow music lovers. So that's yeah. kind of cool. But it is really, to me, I'm like, that's very, in, that's very much similar to, like, the fan con DVDs that we just ordered. It's just now it's on the big screen. You get to go with a bunch of your friends. Maybe you get dressed up. You bring, I'm assuming people are going to bring their light sticks. I don't really know. <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Because I don't, you know, so this is part of this communal experience of sharing sharing experiences. But I think what's really the most impressive for me is the fact that it is being released globally in 100 countries. Yeah. To me, that's kind of very, you know, it's kind of like very crazy and wild. But, you know, they are the biggest girl group in the world. Yeah. Um, And the thing is, is that, you know, we've talked about Blackpink. I don't even think they have that much music. <laughs> right? Is it Um, Because they only have one full length album. I remember when the full-length album was coming out, I decided to, like, go... Or maybe I heard a song that piqued my interest, but I went to into their discography on Spotify right. and was trying to, like, learn new songs of theirs. Right. And a lot of it is repackaged stuff. Right, right. So it was really kind of disappointing to me because I'm not a huge Blink. Right. I like them a lot, but I'm right. not, like, a stan so for me to like be like well you know what i have some interest now and i'm gonna go look in look into it and then right i don't know 
Yeah, it just felt like a lot of it is repackaged and re-remixed and whatever. Right. So, in the grand scheme, like, if you compare to other girl groups or guy groups, I do feel like it is on the smaller side. Okay. Um, And I think they did that intentionally. Because if you watch that documentary that was on Netflix. Netflix. They talk about how, for some reason, they just didn't want to do a full album, like the producers. Right, And that they felt like... Blackpink had this special draw. thing. Yeah, yeah, because they were able to drop such magnificent hits and become so popular worldwide right. without even releasing a full album. I know. I mean, I mean, it is fat. Their story is really fascinating to me. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, Agreed. you know, I have not done a deep, deep dive into Blackpink because I... Their, their music is okay for me. It's just... it's It gets repetitive to me. Correct. Unfortunately. Right. Um, so... You know, like, if they start changing things up, produce producing-wise... Right. I think maybe I might find more interest. But for now, you know, they right. have a lot of um, really good bops. Right, very catchy, catchy. songs. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And you can't deny they're all gorgeous and talented right. and... Right. So, but yeah, they're they're kind of like their rise to stardom. It's um, super super unique. Yeah. But again, they're incredibly talented. They're really gorgeous, and you can't deny that they're so incredibly popular. And yeah, you know, they also have a different flair compared to uh, the oh, general. Oh, totally. You know, like if you compare them to Twice. Correct. Or, um, I mean, I think we talked about this. To me, they are definitely more Western. Yeah. You know, I think they have that great appeal. And I think this is why they've really have, I mean, they are the the girl group phases, the faces of K pop. Just kind of so like too. BTS. Yeah. You know, there's Blackpink. Because I think, I, you know, this kind of, again, lends into this conversation. I think. YG has always been very good at promoting them internationally, globally. So I think that's part of it. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, I wonder how they will do. Because it's funny, so they actually have a website. But when you go to the website, it just like tells you what the movie times are. Oh, really? And it's like playing in multiple, <laughs> yeah, it's playing in like multiple theaters uh, where I live. Part of me is like, should I go? I was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it could be fun, something to do if you wanted. I don't even know if they're around me. Oh, I'm sure they are. If if it's playing near me, it's definitely playing near you. (laughs) I just, I feel like those are going to be like very hardcore blinks, and I just don't think I want to. Oh wow, there's a lot of them. Right? Yeah, and then there's five. There's five. Oh yeah. Oh totally. Totally. Too too far for me, though. Oh, really? (laughs) I mean, I live out in the boonies now. Well, that's true. All this stuff is... But if I really wanted... Right, right. So it's kind of interesting. So I read this this one thing about just the K-pop industry that's, again, it's sort of fascinating to me. So they were talking about why K-pop has become so popular 
internationally. And so they said it's the usage of English hooks focusing on videos and the intra-band dynamics that appeal to so many people. Intra-band? Like, just like the... the Between the, the interactions and... between No, between the members. Like, it's, it's this, oh. this... You know, we always talk about, like, even with, like, Mossax or BTS or any group, it's, like, their group dynamics, like... Gotcha. It's those things which kind of creates, like, this familiarity. Like, it's not just about their music. You really engage them as people. So you buy into, like, you start carrying them as if yeah. they're one of your friends. And I think especially during COVID, for me anyways, where you're kind of like, and again, like, it's well known that even during this like horrible pandemic, K-pop have really thrived. And I think there's a couple of things that really make them thrive. It's number one, it's their usage of technology. Number two, it's the amount of content that they push out. And yeah. a lot of that is really on like, you know, their own variety shows and just like the the engagements, the not their own, not just their own variety shows, like just Korean entertainment as a whole, like, right, you know, the running mans and stuff like that. And the reality TV shows. Part of it is, is that like, they really push this group dynamic. It's like you think about it as like you're with your friends or you're with your family or you're with people that you really like. So I feel like it's this almost like we invest in them as people. We don't really invest in them for their music to a certain extent. Like we, me and you even do this, even on this podcast, we talk about them as if we know them. We talk <laughs> about them as if they are our friends. Yeah. So I think this is, this is kind of like the nitty gritty that really draws people in. And it's yeah. also like they create a sense of community. Like we're mom babies. Like we're in a community. We're in a group. We have kinship with not just the band, but we have kinship with each other. We make friends. We have commonalities. So that's why this like K-pop is just, it's again, endlessly fascinating to me on so many levels. I agree because, you know, just listening to what you're saying right now, like I'm trying to think back to did I feel that way about any of the groups I liked when I was growing up? Right. Like, and what made it different? You know, right. obviously I was into Backstreet Boys. I liked Hanson. Um, right. What, what is it about K-pop that just makes it stand out so much differently than right. those groups? Because back then, you know, Backstreet Boys would go on a show and, like, talk with an interviewer. Right. And there would be... Um, a dynamic there in the group but it just right. doesn't in memory it doesn't feel the same as correct watch like binge watching three seasons of monster x-ray, X-ray. X-ray. Right. you right. know and, and it is funny how you get invested in them and you do feel that like kinship and right it, and also, it's really interesting well also we have we can't dismiss the fact that k-pop really came into its rise using social media so I think technology, again, has been yeah. such a huge push as to why they have become so incredibly popular. It is the usage of technology. It's, you know, social it makes networking. Them, it makes them very accessible. It makes them, it almost makes them um, too to accessible. Me, too accessible. <laughs> yeah. So, 
and like going out on V Live and reading comments oh. and re- reacting to comments. It, it like oh, gives the friend. fans a sense of connection. <sighs> I'm so glad you brought that up. Yet again, none of this is planned. But yeah, this fits into what I'm going to talk about next so well. So SM, which is part one of the, you know, OGs, you know, part of like the original. Actually, I think they are the OG. They, the OGs, right? Like they were this the first. The, this is the 27th anniversary of SM Entertainment this year. So they had their like little SM Congress 2021. I am not like I don't follow like I casually listen to a lot of groups, but I don't do deep dives into any of the music companies at all. So, again, it was kind of like interesting. So one of the things that SM at this Congress actually talked about completely relating to what you just mentioned about the accessibility, it's something called the Dear You Bubble. What? (laughs) <laughs> uh-huh. So the Dear You Bubble is a mobile development company um, called Dear You, D-E-A-R. And their main project is Bubble. It's a... Are you ready for this, Kendra? I don't know. I'm confused already. <laughs> it's a one-on-one private messaging service. So fans will be able to send their favorite private to send their favorite idols private messages and have a one-on-one conversation. For how much? I don't know, but this <laughs> app allows fans to get regular updates on their favorite groups and meet their members, meet other members of their community. But what really sets it apart is the fact that you will have one-on-one direct interaction with your favorite artists. I don't know how I feel about that. Because I, well. I already I already feel like <laughs> I feel like the K-pop industry in general is so uh, exploitive. Is that the right word? Exploitive. They exploitive, exploit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're oh, ab- artists. Yes. I mean, to the point of this exhaustion and right. yeah. you know, anxiety and yeah. I mean, like how much more do you have to invade onto their privacy to satisfy the monetary gains and wants? There is of, no end. Yeah. So there is no end. It, so that's as slippery a, slope. Well, again, it's supply and demand. The thing is, is as long yeah, as I know, there's but here's demand, the thing. there will always there will be, be a demand. Correct. Now, does that mean that the company should exploit it? Yes, because you know why? It's not that they should have exploited it. I, they, these are, at the end of the day, for-profit businesses. Their only goal, their, their goal is not to produce music. Their only goal is to make money. Their only goal is to make money. I know this sounds harsh, but I, I, this is their goal. This is why they're these huge, they're all giant conglomerates. They're not just music producers. They're just right. not album producers. No, I get their it. products are not nothing tangible. Their products you know, are their artists. It's like Amazon. Everyone wants Amazon. There's such a demand for that, right? We're all yeah. suckers to it. Yeah. But we also can't 
ignore the fact that workers have to either shit in a bag or can't even right. take a break, you know, Correct. because of the working right. conditions. There yep. has to be a line is what I'm trying to say. But who who's going to put who's going to like hold the line? The companies should hold the line to the some companies managers. will never hold the line. The but they, there should be some sort of ethical You know what I'm saying? I totally agree with you because the whole yeah. world is just we're all about money. Yeah. And corporate greed. I get it. Correct. And like a lot of these companies are actually publicly traded, which means yeah. they have shareholders that they have to have yeah. a fiduciary, you know, Correct. obligation to. I Correct. so I understand it's business. Yeah. Yep. I'm just trying to say from a humanitarian point, like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> because I agree. they're humans. But here's the thing. With Bubble, 13 companies have signed on. Uh, which companies? Incl- SM, JYP, FNC, Jellyfish. There's 13 companies, and right now over 150 artists have signed on. Starship so, is not one of them. Uh, no, because I think Starship, I believe, have a um, that universe is for. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, Starship has universe. That's why they transitioned everything to universe, and it's all this pay pay to play. Right. So the other couple interesting things from SM is I'll leave the best one for last. <laughs> they are creating so. This is the other thing. So remember those places, remember those companies I just named for Bubble? Uh-huh. SM is developing something called um, SM Originals. So they're producing variety shows and dramas, and they're launching like co-branding and a partnership with Netflix. And they are casting some of their idols into those dramas so the all the ways they're making I mean, that, money that makes off sense of to me. the artists is yeah. crazy. But that crazy. that seems more normal to me, right? Because when you yeah. go into, if you go to be an idol and you're a trainee, you're oftentimes taught acting and modeling, right. and you know you're taught to be diverse, correct? So that you can do other avenues. So that makes right. sense. It that's yeah. now. To me, that is a smart move on SM because not only are they flagshipping the whole thing, right. steering it, you know, it's under their name, their branding, and then their right. idols. Yeah. That makes sense. I will give you that. Yep. So now what yep. about the lovely NCT Hollywood? Oh, NCT Hollywood. <laughs> well... So again, it's sort of this globalization of K-pop. So, you know, SM um, has a partnership with MGM Television. So they're doing a full-on survival audition program based, you know, it's going to be a subunit out of the United States. They really didn't go into details of it. So basically, it's going to be... Um, There's like 120 contestants. Yeah. That's so it's it's kind of like American Idol, kind of like America's Got Talent, that kind of like survival program, if I'm if I'm sensing it correctly. I don't think they actually went into this specific format. So ultimately what they're gonna do is pick twenty one contestants 
They're going to go to Seoul. Uh, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Wrong numbers. Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how many they're going to start. They, I don't know if they're going to do open auditions or whatever, but it's going to be on American TV. So um, it's going to be 21 contestants. They're going to go to Seoul. And then they're going to do, they're going to experience Korean culture and SM Entertainment's authentic training, whatever that means. Right. And then the winners, they did not announce like how many members. I would assume somewhere between like, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to say. Seven, seven, like seven, nine, five five to seven, right? I I mean, there's already 23 freaking NCT members. (laughs) How many are there going to be? So then they're going to be um, winners will be chosen and then they're going to debut as NCT Hollywood and they're going to be, you know, sort of like um, in, see, they said in America, which I don't also, I don't know if they're going to be like living in America or just promoting America, but they will be focusing on promoting NCT's global identity in the United States. So I don't know what that really means. I don't know if this is going to be a, um, you know, if if they're asked. Because right now, all the members of NCT as a whole are all Asian. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if this means they're going to be. Asian American? Well, or just like anyone could. (laughs) Right. So I'm not really sure. And so this is the other thing I was thinking about NCT Hollywood. Because, okay, let's, and oh, so this kind of tied into like, Wavy announced that they're actually going to, well, Wavy didn't announce it, but SM announced that Wavy is, is actually going to be doing their full, like their first full-length album. So Wavy is the NCT unit based in China, even though I think most of them like live in Korea, they promote, they do stuff in China. So China in itself has a very interesting, almost K-pop-like structure where there's a lot of music programs, where there's a lot of um, variety shows and reality TV shows. Like that's why like Lucas um, and is it Win Win that's in China now where they do a lot of these like reality survival shows. So that's how they promote which kind of aligns with like all the K-pop stuff that they do that's sort of like K-pop adjacent K or just K entertainment stuff in Korea. So mm-hmm. I was thinking about this, like we don't really have any of that stuff going on in the United States. So I don't really know how NCT Hollywood is going promoting. So that's kind of questionable because the entertainment sort of like system as a whole is very different in the United States. Yeah. Um, so this, because this like article, right now. This article says winners will be chosen throughout the show and will debut as NCT Hollywood in America and will focus on promoting NCT's global identity in the States. Right. So I'm right. assuming they're going to be based in the States. Right, Probably but like what LA. are they? Right, but the thing is, is like when Wavy goes to China, they uh-huh. like when they talk about their promotion stuff, like they do a lot of like reality TV as Wavy members, because it's not like the whole group is like promoting as a unit. It's not like they're doing 
Do no, you know what I mean? It's not like promoting they're promoting as a subunit. Right. So like that's why it's interesting. Like how does the, how does that translate into reality in the United States? Because we don't actually have those kinds of those types of programs in the yeah, United States. Yeah, but through States. MGM, they probably could. You know what I mean? That might be part of the the uh, like what they're going to go on Survivor. <laughs> No, no, no. But they're trying. So they're trying to take the Korean K-pop model and apply it here in America. Right. So and then they're trying to promote the global identity of NCT. So maybe they will have like their own version of maybe like variety shows or maybe you know what I mean? Like maybe it'll be their version of X-Ray to us. Right. But here in Maybe. America. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll find it out. It would be interesting. Correct. <laughs> We're, and there's not of, much info. No, there's not much info. But I guess this was supposed to start last year. But because of COVID, they mm-hmm. couldn't. So yeah. that's why, you know, it's such a big push. And that's why it was kind of interesting that, like, there was not a lot of info released. So I guess we will figure it out. Yeah. I know that there's so a lot of the fans of NCT are not for no. NCT Hollywood. They're no, very they divided. Um, They're very vocal about it as well. <laughs> <laughs> They're very anti NCT Hollywood. And I don't blame them because right. even though I don't follow NCT that much, I do like Taeyong because he's in yeah. SM or yeah. uh, Super M. Super M. Yep. Yep. Um, and. I know that he's the leader, yeah. and there's been a lot of concern for his well-being over the years Correct. because SM doesn't really seem to be taking care of him or his health, right. and right. now you're putting another burden of another subunit for Correct. him to have to manage, right. so I, I get where they're coming from. Yeah. It's too much. Well, and it's always just, like, evolving. Like, NCT is kind of like a, a I can't even understand hole. them. Yeah. NCT is a black hole within <laughs> the K-pop black hole that is SM that's within the K-pop black hole as a as to you know to understand NCT you literally have to make like a fucking diagram and someone you actually can't has even yeah I mean it's kind of crazy because like between NCT was it 127 NCTU yeah. is NCTU yeah. still around? Yeah, NCTU is still here. And then <laughs> and yeah, then there's Wavy. So now there's like NCT Hollywood. I mean, it's kind of crazy. It's a lot. But this, it's a lot. I mean, it's so hard to keep track of. And Super M, it's kind of weird to me cuz then yes. they do like they have yeah they have EXO members. They have correct NCT uh, member. Well, Taman. Well, right. <laughs> then there's yeah. Like and it's so weird because then there's NCT members, but then they NCT. always say they are like wavy members. But I'm like, but well, if because I think they are as well. There's correct. ten. Ten is there's wavy. There's ten of Lucas. Is Lucas wavy as well? Yeah, Lucas is in wavy, and they're part of Bram. So they're part of Super M. They're also mm-hmm. part of NCT and And, and Wavy. part of Wavy. Correct. <laughs> then you have Baekhyun, who's part of EXO. Correct. You have Kai, and who's Kai. also part of... Yeah. EXO. And then Taemin. Right. Are we missing one? <laughs> How many members are there in Super M? Five or six? It's I don't question. even know. 
Yeah, it starts to get really confusing. And then there's three. So th yeah, there's three NCT members. One, two XO, right? Mark. Who's Mark? Mark. We forgot Mark. <laughs> Mark, I think. Did we forget? Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> See, this is why it's weird. This is why it's com it's kind of interesting. Like, if I just Google Super M, their related acts are Shiny, XO, XO, NCT 127, and Wavy. So they don't actually say NCT. They break them out. Oh, and Mark this is from NCT 127. There's seven members. We were just, okay. yeah, there's seven members. Four of them really comes from the NCT universe. Yes. So it's four NCT, two XO, one Shiny. Yes, right? I think so. Because now two of them are in the military. Bakun and Taman are in the military, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so now yeah, it's so this starts four, getting really right. So now there's four NCT members and Kai. <laughs> and and out of the four NCT members, two of them are in Wavy. So. I know Lucas, I think Lucas right now is in China. So yeah, it's mm -hmm. very, it's so interesting how they, Yeah. And also by the way, Joppin, I'd like to Oh, there's another unit called that song. NCT Dream. Correct. But see, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Is this still, is NCT Dream still around? Cause at one point NCT Dream was only gonna be like kids, like kids, like idols under the age of like, 16 or 18 but i don't uh, actually see this on my list so i don't know Anyways. yeah you're right teenaged unit yeah but they it was rebranded kind of... in 2020 oh to what what are they rebranded to well, because everyone became too right old. everybody <laughs> aged out but they didn't want to move on but see this is the thing it's like it's kind of like menudo it was going to be like this revolving door mm. but then they stopped revolving but but and it's really yeah, it says the it's still NCT active. Oh, the whole NCT universe, it's like, it's, it's really complicated. It's so insane. For me. Yeah. What you were going to say about Japan? Japan's all right. It's, it's all not right. my favorite. I like, yeah. I like that I like, tiger. Tiger? Oh, yeah, the tiger inside. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. I mean, basically, like, I do feel bad because when you look at someone like Lucas and Ten, they're in so many groups. How do you yeah. keep it straight? And I don't how know. do you promote as a it's kind of crazy. But you saw that um Taman did like the super M hand sign when he was with Shiny. Oh yeah. <laughs> they were all laughing yeah. at him. <laughs> yeah. Um I was gonna say back in the day when I was in su into Super Junior, like two thousand ten. Yeah. Super M was like, unless I'm totally messing this up, back then I thought Super M was for Mandarin. M oh. in Super M was for Mandarin because that group had Super Junior members in it and they would sing Mandarin songs. What? Uh-huh. <laughs> There's mean, a song what? called Super... Oh. What? I tried to sing it, but I don't know Chinese very well. <laughs> I don't know Chinese at all. Oh my super girl na 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 Wait, wait da, da, da. I thought wait I thought Super M has only been around for a couple of years. Am I wrong? No, I'm pretty sure it's been around for a long time. It's just had different members. It's just Are evolved. Are you sure about that? I'm not sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a Super M because okay. um 
when I was getting into Super Junior, I was like getting really confused. I'm like, what are these subunits? Like, what the hell? Like, I was getting lost in all that. Uh, hold on, okay. Super M. Uh, I don't know. Super Girl, is that what it's called? Fuck. I don't know. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, I'm so wrong. I'm so sorry. It's Super Junior M. My bad. Oh, Super. Oh, God. This is Super Junior M. <laughs> God. <laughs> but the song it's called Super much. Girl is like literally my favorite. Oh, pop. is Super Junior M just like a subunit of Super Junior? Yeah. Which now oh, it's God. all making sense. I I apologize. <laughs> Su- Suju is also kind of confusing for me. Yes. Yes. Because yeah. they're all SM. SM's wonky. Oh my gosh. So, but wait. My my apologies. Super Junior M is not the same as Super M. As Super M. My bad. Maybe they, yeah, it's, the SM universe <laughs> is really crazy. And, and also SM is trying to, they are trying to start their own meta universe. So they're sort of doing their own kind of like yeah. universe weavers thing. So, oh, oh my god, it's crazy! Yeah, my bad, we fell down a hole on that one. No, <laughs> it's okay. It's very confusing. K-pop <laughs> is very confusing. And the last piece of my soup of my SM business is that they are doing their own e-commerce shop. Oh really? Which it's kind of interesting. So, um, yeah, because why kind not? Of like they're weavers. Weaver shop? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. The shop will include exclusive merch that have been designed or curated by SM artists themselves. So, mm-hmm. and then this is the thing that's kind of interesting. Again, I don't know how I feel about this. This is going to include augmented reality content. In a, so, it's augmented reality content integrated merch, which will allow fans to see never before seen content through their merch using a, a mobile app and a uh. text to speech service that allow fans to set up alarms with their favorite idol's voice. Ah! <laughs> uh. Uh. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, that's my hey, SM babe, business. Wake up. I, it's time to get up. Oh my god, I know, right? Like you could just imagine all the things that people are going to do with these idols' voices, and I uh, don't know how I feel about that. It is a very slippery slope. It's kind of it's like It's a very, very slippery slope. Who is it? Is it uh who has the avatars? Aespa? A- Aespa, yeah. Yeah. Like that itself is also kind of blurring the lines, right? Correct. Correct. Well, that was part of this this universe SM has created. Gotcha. Ah, so well, there's that. And then (laughs) I think the biggest piece of news that came out of K-pop business news this past couple of days is the big big shakeup at Hybe or Hybe. I don't know how to pronounce it. (laughs) Don't be offended. Hyb formerly formerly big hit as big hit entertainment so the ceo stepping down hitman bang is stepping down so he will remain as chairman of the board of the directors but you know he's going to be focusing on his music production which is how he started um so they're all their c-level suite you know lots of changes so it's interesting so now there's a new ceo for uh 
high corporate. And then this is where I also find it interesting. So high America, which, you know, they kind of merge with Ithaca Holdings, which is like um, Scooter Braun, which has yep. like Justin Bieber and Ari- Ariana Grande. There's going to be two CEOs. So yeah. that's kind of an interesting dynamic. So um, we'll see. Because again, um, one of the CEOs is going to take the lead on localizing the K-pop business model in the U.S. Um, and then, yeah, like Scooter Braun is still going to be running Ithaca Holdings, I guess. And then obviously he has like the America know-how and the connections and whatnot. And this ties into a global audition that will kickstart the collaborative effort. <laughs> so they will also be having a yep. um, some sort of a K-pop group. It does not, I mean, I'm. it sounds like it's going to be like in the U.S. So it, I'm assuming it's another going to be kind of like a reality TV survival kind of program. Yeah. So they love that shit. They do. So <laughs> they're also kind of, go ahead. They're also establishing a regional headquarters in Japan. Yes. With a CEO yep, yep. Han Hyun Rook. And then yep. it says with a new boy band to be introduced yep. by Hybe Japan soon. Yes, yes, yes. So, so not only yep. are they globalizing into America, they're also putting a bigger foot into Japan. I think that's well, interesting. Again, this is this is directly from Hybe. Their this whole plan is to quote unquote accelerate global operations and to yeah, to broaden their organization in line with the company's rapid growth. So this is their global takeover on a very um, large and quick scale. And so it to me, the timing of both of uh, the SM Congress and this um, news from Hive is very interesting. So basically within days of each other, <laughs> I mean, NC. Yeah. I think both of them have been floating around anyways, just because, you know, like even when it was, um, even back when he was, was it Hive or was it when it was still Big Hit where they kind of like went into a joint venture with um, Universal Music. So they were going to do this anyways. Right. So again, like this week, within the past week, they both of them came out and kind of made it very official, official. And both of them, are kind of like putting people and proxies. I'm sure it's been in place, but to make it very efficient, they're basically going full out after the American market. So it's pretty interesting, right? I really, I really want to know how this is going to play out. Like, are we as open and receptive as we think we are? You know what I mean? So or... the other interesting part of this hype piece of business, it's this combination with Universe Music Group. It's called JV Label. So they are also moving onto the Weavers platform. Right. So not only are they bringing K-pop like music genre and that format to America, but we yeah. are also changing how American artists will interact with their fandoms. So that's, to me, a really super interesting dynamic because now it's just not about K-pop. This is actually changing 
music. They're already on there. They're already on. Oh, Weavers. are they? I'm not yeah. on Weaver, so I don't. If you were like, if I go on it right now, um, yeah, there's American artists on there. Right, but it I haven't will be interacted with to, it. Right, I mean that's the that's the thing that's sort of like interesting to me is how receptive will American artists be right to the K-pop kind of business industry practices. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. So it's hard to say, honestly. Yeah. So I don't know. These are kind of like very, very interesting, you know. Yeah. Interesting happenings. What's so. also interesting was the article about the top K-pop agencies that treat their staff the best. And yes. Worst. I yes. did not expect the results. <laughs> Neither did I. I did not expect those results either. I thought, okay, one of the big three or four are definitely going to be number one. Right. But no. No. It was Starship. Right. Yeah. So as much as people shit on Starship, <laughs> yeah, at least we can say that their staff feels like they're treated fairly well. Now, I will say that the numbers are sad. Right. I mean, I want to say it's like, what, 2.7 or 3 point? Let me look. It's a low, low number. Yeah. It, overall rating of 2.9 out of 5. Well, out of five, I guess it's it's more than half. <laughs> <laughs> but, I like, mean... JYP was number two, and they're 2.5 out of five. Yeah. And then we have Hybe, which was 2.4 out of five. Yeah. But all their, like, the annual, annual salary average is fucking disgusting. Well, so I was thinking about that. It's... We think those are really, really low, but I don't know in in in, uh, in Korean dollars in the Korean economy if that's considered low or not. Because I, think I don't it is. have a okay, I because don't really have a reference point. The only reference point I have is um, a lot of different YouTubers or whoever you know, international people who live in Korea. They'll often right. talk about how expensive housing is in Seoul. And right. you need, so let's say like you decided to move there. You would need at least $10,000 in savings just right. to offer as a deposit on your apartment. Right. That's insane. Like yeah. I thought having here in America, having to pay first month's rent, last month's rent and deposit was a lot. Right. So, I think maybe if you're living with your parents, those right. wages are probably all right. Right. Again, I mean, I'm not, yeah, I just don't know enough about the current economy to, like, yeah. and here's the thing. These kind, so these kinds of surveys are also kind of, like, interesting to me because there's no, like, we don't know what the methodology, we don't know how many people participated. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, so, I don't know if it's like people from all levels of the company participated. And it's kind of, again, some of these companies are, you know, Hybe is huge. There, There's many more employees versus something like Starship. So it's right. kind of like, 
I don't know if we're comparing always apples to apples right. kind of thing. That's true. But um, what is kind of interesting to me, the statistics, is, is that the one where they said whether or not they like the CEO. Yeah. That was interesting. And whether or not they believe in the growth of the company. Those yeah. two indicators were also kind of interesting to me. That's true. Like, Starship had 68% of the staff approve of the CEO. Right. 20 27% see growth potential. Right. Which is interesting. And then JYP, 55% of the staff approved. And 13% see growth potential. Right. I don't know. I don't know anything about Korea's economy either. Um, I just know from, like, this is terrible. I know from watching K-dramas. Right. And just talking, like, I watch, um, what is it called? Asian Boss. It's a YouTube channel. And they, like, okay. oftentimes go on the streets of Japan or Korea or whatever and right. interview people. Um, a lot of people, I feel like they have to work a lot of hours they for do. pretty poopy yes. positions. Yes. Right. Yeah. So they, I know that, that it's it's a cult. It's it's kind of like a business culture that sort yeah. of. And again, I don't know enough about it, but just from stuff I've read, news articles, and whatever, it is a culture where they tend to exploit their workers. Yeah. Which, honestly, when we look at K-pop in general, who are their workers? They're artists. We see how they're, you know, we see how they're being exploited. The makeup artists, the... Correct. The, uh, what, not outfit people. (laughs) Silas. Silas, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Hair, all that. I mean, that's, that's everybody. Like, their managers, the people that answers yeah. the phone. You know, like, when you talk about a company, again, it doesn't just say, like, you know, executives or whatever. When you talk about when you're looking at companies at all, I'm looking at anybody from people that clean the offices all the way up to, you know, your, like... CEO. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So Agreed. it is, you know... Again, I think some of the indicators that's more important to me is whether or not they like the CEO, which means that whether or not that person has good leadership skills and whether or not they believe in the growth of the company. Everything else, again, even then, I feel like it could be kind of, you know, arbitrary. Skewed. Yeah. Right. But Agreed. I do love how, what did the what did the uh, Starship people say? Like the worst part of their job was like their hours or something like that? Uh, a lot think. of them said that. They said... Yeah. Um, while work-life balance is considered the worst part of the job. Correct. Correct. Yeah. I mean, again, you know, I think Korea is also where, like, they, I think they work a lot more hours than the United States. I don't, I think there might be, like, a six-hour work week, a six-day work kind of place where Hmm. I don't think it's unusual for people to work 10, 12 hours a day. So, yeah, I mean... I, also, I like, know. if you're in charge of Monster X, good luck to you. Like, you're just not getting <laughs> any rest because, you know. No. I mean, you see They're those busy. managers. They go yeah. everywhere with them. I think they drive them. They have to, like, keep an eye on them. Like, you know, you see the photo shoots and they're always, like, doing stuff and they have, like, irregular hours. And, Even V-Live. You know, 
They have to schedule yeah. that so someone can yeah, somebody man has the to... camera and correct, correct. Blah, blah, blah. So there's just a lot. I mean, I don't know. I think we lie. work too much as a society over here in America. Right. Yeah. But I think I th- that there's definitely some other cultures who have it much worse. Much, much worse. <laughs> much, much worse. I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like, it's, I think it's not an, in, I think entertainment in general is not like an e- easy business to be in. It's not an easy industry. No. So. It's like a tireless one. Yeah. Yeah, and especially when your money is really like, you know, it's not like you're producing a product. There's a lot more control over producing a product. You never know how an album's going to do or, you know, whether or not a scandal's going to come your way or something you can't control happens. Or something you say gets misconstrued. Correct. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, there's just so much, and you just... There's so much unpredictability in entertainment. Yeah, I so, agree. And, you know, and also just, like, the barrier for entry is so high. Like, because the other thing I read is just, like, how much money these companies have to have. Like, how much money you have to invest into, like, putting these groups together before that they even turn a profit. Yeah, that's so, true. I mean, it's crazy. I it's, And then I was reading how, like, the average cost of producing like a music video is like two hundred thousand dollars that's insane. i could see that yeah it is insane that's a lot of money if you watch the behind the scenes of a lot of these yeah um you will see like actually that k-pop evolution youtube channel yes it has the history of k-pop which i highly highly recommend to all of you listening it's really really good really insightful um, but they do, on one of the episodes, they do the behind the making of a music video. Right. And the amount of staff on hand is insane. Oh, of course. Yeah. Like, I, I think they even break it down to how many people were on set. It's right. just amazing. Yeah. So when you're like, ha let's make that music video, I'm like, ha I don't right. know about that. Right. Oh, no. It's crazy. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, like, I've been on... I've done photo shoots before mm-hmm. where you're just like, oh, it's just photographer and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no. <laughs> like, no. There's yeah. like, for every one person that's in the photo, there's like five people behind the scenes. Yeah. You know? So it's kind of crazy. Like, it's such a big industry. I mean, $5 billion is nothing to scoff at. I mean, obviously, the global impact of K pop is so huge. But, right. you know, especially in America, I think you said that article about just how much the Port Authority have process of just, like, BTS merchandise. Yeah. It's crazy. It was, what was it, 800 tons or something? Yeah. 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 It's fucking nuts. I mean, what is it? 80,000 pounds of BTS products were shipped overseas. Yeah. And I yes. think 40% of it went to the U.S. Yeah. That's insane. I mean, I mean, here's the thing. At the end of the day, in America specifically, we are a consumer culture. Yeah, very much. This is why K-pop has worked really well. This is why I think it's smart for these Korean companies to 
try to get as much as they can because we're just like i mean how many times a week do we just say to each other like they just like come and take our money like <laughs> because yeah. we i mean it does make me wonder when is it going to get to a point where there's going to be a saturation point um i thought I, we were there you think well because like i said when i was shopping for cards yeah. oftentimes they were six seven eight bucks maybe ten right. now so that that just led me to believe there's too much inventory right? right too many people trying to sell the same stuff right but then the new comeback came and right. shit just exploded I'm not going to lie. I don't know if this was a joke or not. I don't think it was a joke. But somebody did post on Twitter that they saw a Minhyuk um, PC for sale for $200 or $250. <gasps> so possibly. Depends yeah. on what PC. Right. So again, anything, you know, anything out of the album did... right. is going to be at least less than 20 Probably less right. than 15 um, right. Sometimes if they're a rare pull, I'll, I'll right. pay 15 for it. Right. But I have definitely shopped around for broadcast PCs. Right. Which are Which I rare. did not even know those things existed until I met you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I think I got to the point where I was like, well, what are some rare, cooler things that I could find that would be unique to have? So I fell down that hole on eBay and went, oh my right. God. Because that shit's... It's a minimum starting at 60 to 80 bucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I'm not some of them are I've been really, really good. I've only got two PCs. Only two. <laughs> I've said no, no you too are many. Good. And I'm only looking for two more. And that's it. And I'm going to stop. For now. So. <laughs> Till Shonu comes back from wherever he might be going. Stop it. <laughs> Just stop. We're not talking about that. <sighs> I know. Move so, on. why why is no one talking about this song that Keon did? I don't it, know. You're like the one you sent it to me today. I was like, what? What is going on? I so talk about it. Let's talk about it. So yesterday, I was just perusing my re, uh, radar release release radar um, Spotify playlist, and it said, blah 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 Keon, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> So I I digged as much as I could to try to figure out is this our Keon right or is it a different person right um, so I went to the YouTube video of it and there's a tag of him and if I click on it or maybe it was Spotify I don't remember but I clicked on it and it went to his music right went to his channel yeah right so I figure it has to be legit I don't right. know if he's singing on it because. So None I'm of the vocals. You. Yeah. Right. Like, like if he's he singing, it's background vocals. Maybe. I'm not gonna lie. I listened to that song twice after you sent it to me, and there were some ad libs in the back, and I was like, "Is that key?" I'm like, "Am I making this up?" <laughs> right. Because I did the same thing. I was like, "He hasn't like nobody said anything. He's little. He's legitimately credited as a lyricist." Right. And I was like, this is weird, because I did the same thing. I clicked on it, and it went to his channel with his other songs. And I was like, but it's kind of weird that, like, no one is talking 
about it at all. Right. Like, not even on my feed. I know. Um, and, and then I posted it, but fans. I didn't tag the official channel because I didn't know. Right. It's and I weird, can't find any right? information on this artist either. No, I couldn't. I couldn't either. I think it was like a Korean Facebook page, and I did not click oh. on it. <laughs> Rhoda, Rhoda Juicia. Yeah, I don't even know how to pronounce it. It was everything know. about it was. I was like, what is happening? I was kind of. But on the you YouTube, it says lyricist Kion. I know. As well as the artist, and then composer also Kion. But is it? Archeon? Is there another one? There are other ones on um, Spotify, but I don't know. I'm so confused. Well, <laughs> you know how Hyeon is in a drama? Yeah. So they started the drama, and then one of the, like, the co-stars, like, took a photo and posted to her Instagram and tagged not his account, but like a fan site account. <laughs> because he's still not verified. It's just weird. Nope, still not verified. So could this be like this is a different person, but it's just tagged to the wrong account? I just find it odd that nobody's talking about it at I all. I know. I I don't know. Maybe it's just not that big of a deal. Because you know it he's. Would be a big I deal. would think so, but why? Right? Why is no one talking about him? Why hasn't he said anything? Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm confused. Me too. I don't. That's know. why I looked this up like as hard as possible to try to verify, but it's very right. obscure. I know, and it was just released, <laughs> and it's lyricist and composer. Yeah. Maybe it's somebody else. I don't. Know. I don't know. This is so weird. If anyone can verify and let us know. <laughs> right? Oh, God. It's bizarre. It's, but, oh, so it also says feature. Let's ride featuring. Yes. Some, so he's in the feature. So does that mean he did some vocals? Maybe. Right? I would That's think. That's why I was like, did There's... he do, it? like, I'm like, is he in the background? Is he singing? Like, I, I put into he, the craziness. Part of me was listening to it again before the podcast, and I was right. thinking, maybe he's singing, like, the ending part of the chorus. Right. But there's some auto-tune stylized right. into it, and I just have to, no clue <laughs> if it's actually also him. also some ad-libs, and I was like, is that mm. him? Because I don't know who this artist is. No, me either. And I, I and then cannot it's featuring because find... it's featuring two people, right? Am I yeah. reading this correctly? Yeah. No, you're reading it so, right. So yeah, I, I, it's weird. But I feel like if it was him, that it would be talked about because, like, what Juhan did the song, uh, "If You Love Me," it was mm -hmm. everywhere. Like it was everywhere. Like must like. The official yeah, but, account like promoted it, and he promoted it. But that's because it was like a prominent featuring him. You know what I mean? Like if if oh, Kian's just kind of sprinkling, enough? huh? You like? Well, first of all, this person doesn't seem to be around. Like they seem very new. They have right. two songs on Spotify, two singles, right. 
Uh, I can't find any information on them anywhere. I don't know who they are. <laughs> I don't know either. Is this Keon's alter ego? <laughs> that would be really funny. Well, because well, because I think it's fascinating that he's the lyricist and composer. That's like a big deal. But there's other lyricists and composers too, though. Yeah, it's not just him. Right, but for him, I feel like that's a big deal. I don't know. I have no idea what's going on. I maybe it's don't him. Know. Maybe it's not. But if I put Rhoda Juicia in fucking Google, I get I know I get Amazon Music. Oh, there's an Instagram. There is. Hmm. Who is this person? Who are you? How do you know Kian? <laughs> right. Oh, he is one of a kind on here, but it's not the Where? same. It's not the oh. same uh, oh, no. <laughs> font. Right. 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 You can't say one of a kind. Excuse me. I don't know who this is. It's one of a kind records. I don't know. I don't know who this mm. is. Watermelon sugar. What the fuck? I don't know. I don't know. It's we will probably never know, but I want people to talk about it so we can figure this out. I don't know what to tell you. They have 147 followers on Instagram. My dog has more <laughs> than that followers. Oh, yeah. Who is Sorry. this? Not to not to put this person down. That was kind of me. I'm sorry, but my dog is extremely cute. And he does not tag Keon in it, though. I know, it's weird. What? Here's an email. <laughs> Should Are you gonna email? email him? Hey yo, <laughs> just wondering. <laughs> That's weird, though. So he gives credits. What kind UE? It's weird. I don't know. Lots he gives a bunch of credits. And tags a bunch of people, but none of them are Yo Kion. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. I'll have to dig around more. Fascinating. Yeah. Also, talking about Ed Sheeran (laughs) (laughs) and his single being on Butter. Uh, yep. Or not single, but I don't know what you call it. Do I? He wrote. I think. Oh, he wrote. Did he write Is he going to be on it? Produce it. I, I think it was just producer, right? Or writer? Writer. It'd be really producer? interesting to hear him singing with BTS. I don't know. But also on my playlist was a new Ed Sheeran song. Oh and yeah, I heard. Have the you new heard Ed it? Sheeran song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It is so not Ed Sheeran. Yeah. It was like dance music. Yup. <laughs> yup. 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 I was very surprised by that. But yeah, butter. Uh, yeah. I, I'm interested to see how that song. What's the name of it? Permission to dance. I am. I'm dance. very excited, and I'll tell you why. I really like. Um, McDade from Snow Patrol. Uh huh. So I think it'll Is be. That the I lead think it's be interesting. Yeah. Wait. So I guess th- so. Permission to Dance is written, so they just wrote it. I don't think oh. I don't know if he produced it. It just says Permission to Dance was written by Sharon with Steve Mack, Johnny McDade, 
Jenna and Andrews. Oh, it is. So it's produced by Mac Andrews and Stephen Kirk. So he did not produce it, but he wrote it. Okay. I so had no I idea that's who that was. I have high hopes. So. Yeah, but didn't they also partake in butter? Not Ed Sheeran. Not Ed Sheeran, but the other guy. Right. Yeah, I Cause think. I was looking at the release date, and I think they give credit, song credits. Let's see. See, the the thing I own, I see is just who was, pr- well, yeah, it's produced by Stephen Kirk. So that's the only commonality. Oh, okay. So it was written, so Butter was written by Dan, uh, Jenna Andrews, Rob Grimaldi, Stephen Kirk, RM, Alex, somebody I can't pronounce, and a bunch of other people. So it, it it's just like one carryover. Okay. I I am I have high hopes for permission to dance. Do you know Ed Sheeran also co-wrote um, "Make It Right"? Oh, I don't think I knew that. It's according to a commenter. Oh, I did <laughs> not know that. I like that song. Yeah. I mean, again, like this whole globalization of K-pop, it's, you know, endlessly fascinating to me. And I think it's um, it's inevitable. And I think as K-pop fans, it's super exciting that there's more emphasis being put on the, you know, the international fans. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be very interesting. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, again, I'm the the BTS Butter CD is it's um the two English songs on it. I think it's like a new sort of like a a new thing for them. So it does make me wonder because what did they release before this? Was Dynamite released as a single. Uh, I How think was so. Dynamite yeah. released? What was their last Korean album? Like, their last e. Korean album. Yeah, but when was that released? Mm. End of last year? No. Mm, yeah, I think so. Let me look. I mean, I feel like they're due for a Korean album. I think it's something's in the works. Yeah. It's been too long. <laughs> well, November 20th. Oh, wow. Okay. When they released B. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Did they release a Japanese album this year? Or did they only, or did just something released in Japanese? Ah, uh, that sounds familiar too. <laughs> it's so hard to keep up. I'm, I'm. Oh. It was the um, Map of the Soul, I think, right? Or was there another? I don't remember. You know what? I, I'm a casual BTS listener, and I yeah. don't, like, I really don't follow their Japanese stuff. So, so June 16, 2021, they released their third Japanese language compilation album. Okay. So literally, <laughs> very recently. Right. Wow, why do I not remember that? I, yeah, that does not, huh. 
I feel like that went under the radar. Well, because is it because it's a compilation album, right? So it's not, it's not like a, it's not new music. I don't know. I feel like are they ever all new music? Well, because mo, well, it says Soul Journey was their fourth full Japanese album. Hmm. Because, right? like, even Flavors of Love was kind of like a, kind of like a repackage almost. Not really, but it was like all the singles, Japanese singles True. that they released, put into one, and then four new songs added. Right. Okay, so Dynamite was released as a digital single, and then Butter is a digital and CD single. So. Okay. That yep. makes sense. Yep, yep. The ninth is so it's this Friday. Yep. Um, We're so, always ahead of the curve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope it's good. I hope it's something different. I swear to God, if it's disco, I'm gonna throw something. Dad. I, say, I say that with a smile. I'm just joking. Right. I can't imagine that they will go disco <laughs> with Ed Sheeran. And Snow Patrol? And Snow Patrol. I think the Snow Patrol part is what's very interesting. Yeah. But see, but they're only writing the lyrics. So I don't know. I'm not really yeah, sure. Yeah, but you can't write lyrics without knowing how the song's right, going to go a bit. Right. Yeah. You got to have some Permission sort of... to dance. What? I like that okay. song. Or that name. Okay. Do you want... Should we have some predictions? <laughs> Should we go down this path? Wait, should we talk about the photo concepts? Yeah. We could. Well, okay. So, permission to dance. I think, uh, I don't know. I'm hoping it's a little more sexy. Like, or, like, playful. You want to okay. ask someone to dance, but you don't know if they're down, maybe? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I'm always literal. Right. What do you think? Right. Um, I don't know why I have like happy stuck in my head when I hear permission to dance. Happy? Yeah, from um Pharrell mm. and JT, Justin Timberlake. I don't know why. Don't like you think why. it's gonna be that kind of vibe? I I want it to be that kind of vibe. I don't oh, know wow. why. I, I, I want it to be more like mellow. Uh, well, I see the mellow. Well, I see the mellow because of Sher- Ed Sheeran and Snow mm. Patrol, but I don't know why. Like, I feel like I want a very like summer, bop, very boppy, very okay. light kind of. I don't know why, because you know why? <laughs> I I know why. I wanted to get away from the disco. I wanted to be more like contemporary. Yes, same. I don't know. I agree. I mean, it would be cool if it could be very grown and sexy. If, I don't, like that, I will love it. I would love it if it's completely not what I thought. Like, the opposite of that would be more like, like you said, like R&B. You know, if they take that approach, sexy. I will be shocked. Pleasantly surprised. But I'm not going to hold my breath. I think it's going to be something more neutral. 
I am, um, I'm not going to lie, I am sort of at a crossroads with BTS. Yeah. <sighs> I was showing, so moving on to the concept photos, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was showing Reagan some of them and was just like, man, this is, so you always tease me about abandoning BTS, and I right. didn't. I'm still a fan. But yeah. I'm like, this is a reason why they don't hold my interest as much anymore. Right. It's right. like the same things over and over, and it's just getting mundane to me. Yeah. I want to be excited, you know, and everything is kind of disappointing me. <sighs> and that's just my own personal taste. It's not to say. But that's okay. We talk you know, about this all the time. Like, right. <sighs> I don't remember which one I showed him. Might have been like the car wash. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, man, come on. No, I showed him the the, the gaming one, the concept okay. one. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, man, how old are they? 16? <sighs> here's the thing. Here's the thing with BTS. I I am not a BTS stan. I am, I love music. I think there's other reasons that prevent me from becoming a full-on army yes <laughs> because of army let's call it what it is i'm saying uh, it because of army, army prevents you from being army correct yeah. i love bts i love the members of bts i love the yeah. group i love their dynamic i have various feelings about their music and part of it is is that so obviously i started with monster x monster x was my introduction to k-pop um so from monster x and i did a big deep dive into monster x and and mind you this is in the times of corona so i'm home and whatever so from monster x i i decided to listen to other groups so i casually listen to a lot of groups and and because i work from home i listen to a lot of music when i'm home um and i started from the beginning of bts so i kind of went in chronological order with bts mm. i really fell hard for their earlier stuff and then kind of as they progressed, some of their music was just no longer super captivating to me. I love their performances, but, and from there, it just became, I kept on adding other groups. And I think part of my fandom life is, is that at the beginning, I thought I had to be in the fandom for every group. Uh, then it became, well, I don't have to know everything about everybody of every group, every song. I don't have to love it. I could just be a casual fan, a casual listener. Yeah. And that's where I was like, I feel like at a certain point, I was trying to force myself to love every BTS song. And I was like, you know what? There's so many other great songs. There's so many other groups. I don't, I could still love BTS, but not like go full on, immerse myself, know everything about them, love everything. And that was okay. Yeah. So, and lately, I've just been like, okay. I mean, there's, they're good. But again, for me, I'm just like, it's good, but 
it doesn't grab me the way other, other music does. Music have been yeah. really gaining my attention. So, I I started the other way. <laughs> I started with their new stuff and then went okay. backwards. You went backwards. But it's funny because I actually don't like. I'm not a huge fan of the earlier stuff. Okay. But there's a lot of people like you who are a huge fan of the earlier sound and don't really like how they've transitioned. Right. Um, I, it's all good. Like, I yeah. don't mind the whole thing. I just didn't go out and buy, like, the older stuff. Right. Um, but I also know a lot of their music, some of it can be a little too soft for yeah. me. So I just kind of, like, bypass those. That's why well, I, like, put right. together my own BTS playlist, and it's got right. just, like, all of my favorites. Right. And again, I think that's completely valid. And in a way, maybe I'm not, like, voice, you know, like, speaking about my experience properly. For me, it's more, like, um, I love more about certain songs versus certain albums. Yeah. Yeah, So I'm that's why way. it's been, it's been hit and miss for me. And I think part of it is is that I know how incredibly talented they are, and I know that they have the money and the prestige backing them. That's why yeah. I don't know if I set my expectations too high for I mean, them. I understand. I don't know. Because I'm very I feel, conflicted. I feel the BTS. same, though. Because, yeah. like I said, uh, they're the first group that got me back into K-pop. Right. And I did fall hard for them. Right. Um, not not in the sense that I had to like every single song, but right. yeah, like watching their videos and um, their what do you call them? Uh, the run Real- episodes. Like, yeah, yeah, reality stuff. Yeah. However, now that I've been into K-pop for going on two years. I guess I'm waiting for BTS to ch- not change, but just evolve or evolve. Yeah, to try something different, and yeah. it doesn't have to be a stark different. It can just be right. something, you know, slightly different. Right. And I guess you could say that the English singles are different because it's right. definitely not like their music. But I want right. to hear. I would love to hear the English version of their music. Correct. If that makes sense. Correct. No, you know, they've I totally dabbled get it. with it over the years, but yeah. Uh, I don't know. This so- is the thing that makes me a little afraid. Is is that BTS is su- is successful because of their talent, because of who they are, because of their musicality. Now, I'm just like. Butter was, you know, we talked about this. Both of us were very honest about it. I was kind of disappointed by Butter. This is why, you know, I'm not going to be like, oh, Butter was whatever. I'm, you know, yeah. I. this is why I'm like, I want Permission to Dance to be amazing. Yeah. I need, I need, I need Permission to Dance like to be Like you amazing. and I are, we're like waiting. 
Well, this is why this and this is why, you know, I'm not speaking out of school, but, you know, I've been seeing like, you know, both of us are very active on just stand Twitter and stand TikTok and whatever, and there's a lot of interactions with ARMY and whatever. People are already like, we know like Permission to Dance is going to be amazing. Mm. It's going to be number one and whatever. And at a certain point, you know, this is where I kind of have a, a little bit of issue with stan culture yeah. at a certain point do you care about the music or do you just care about winning right yeah that's you know a good i i really have an issue with this because people are already like we already know this is going to be um i'm like how i mean i guess there are people who just have blind faith and they're just think that like whatever it's going to be done whatever they do it's going to be the best thing ever but i am just i think me and are not that kind of fan even going no. monster acts are both of our alts you going into it we were just like we hope it's going to be good god knows it could be right. shit but we're not just going to be like and I think both of us had said that we were, we were like, wow, we were pleasantly surprised that, you know, one of a kind was so good. Yeah. And this is why it kind of, it almost, it's like a dumbing down of music at a certain point if people only care about winning, where they don't care about the music anymore. The group is the group. The music is the core of the group. But if you only care about the group and you don't care about the music and the group, it's the only thing, the winning, being number one, setting new records and right. like promoting your group. It's the only goal. It's the only objective. It's the only thing you talk about. It's the only thing you care about. It becomes really superficial. Well, here's the problem. It completely dilutes the music industry because at a certain point, good yeah. music doesn't matter anymore if winning is the only thing that people care about. That's true. So I need permission to dance to be good. <laughs> I hope so, because honestly, I've just been disheartened a bit by the photo concepts. Like the fact that they have four for a two song EP or whatever you want to call it. Right. It's is really surprising. We, I think. Yeah. What's that? Did you, I think it's, did you say it was considered a single? I think it's actually a, did, what did it say? It's uh, a CD EP? single. It's, it's, it actually says CD single. So. Single. So yeah. it could be considered single or EP if you only have one or two right. tracks. I don't know what right. the difference is. But okay, so a single. Four concepts for a single. Two different versions from what I can see. Right. Um, you know, like obviously I'm still a fan, so I still look forward to seeing them. And right. um, like Jimin looks stunning. Obviously, oh my god. He's my bias. Let's talk about him. <laughs> I'm ready. Let's talk about my favorite boy of BTS. I don't know. I still can't get over that that uh I have it saved on my desktop. <laughs> the one where he's in the car with the arm behind his head like what yeah. the fuck, Jimin? Yeah. Yeah. Oh god, he's Okay, stunning man. Looks so really great gorgeous. with magenta hair. Oh, I love that hair. Yeah. Kind of I love the hair. I'm loving this hair. It's doing wonders for him. <laughs> it looks really good. Um, it very he complimentary. Always looks good. He, always he looks good. I agree. <laughs> he looked good well, in all the concepts. Jay, except for his caveat. feet. Yes. Those Agreed. those furry boots. Ugh. I don't understand that. 
I'm sorry, but uh, we're now in July. Why are you wearing so fuzzy weird. fur boots? They're not even cool fuzzy Jimin. boots. They're not even. <sighs> it's just so uh, weird. Like, uh, J-Hope's wearing, like, cut-off I jeans. I know, I know. With <laughs> furry boots. Why? Not my favorite look, but I do love his hair. I think he does mm-hmm. rock that, the whole fringy yeah, tips. But, yeah, but I think that's gone. That was like a momentary thing. Oh, really? Right? Am I wrong? Please Dude, I can't tell. I look at their Instagram, and I have no clue, like, when these pictures are from. Right. That they're posting, because their I hair. I feel like for Concept 4, oh, Concept 4 now, he's blonde with pink tips. I think it's ah. like temporary hair color. Yeah, they got hair, okay. new hair for Concept 4. Yeah. Which, you know, it was cute. Yeah. I just... I do say not Say your piece, Kendra. Say your piece. <laughs> you say it first, and I will go in and say my piece after. Trying to find... Without trying... I'm trying to find the images without having to, like, pull up all this shit. I know. Um... Okay, one. The color palette. Ugh. I do not like the color palette whatsoever. This bright ass orange and yellow and weird, blue. Does it remind you of the seventies? Yeah. Is it me? Oh, no. God. It's like the lighting, the way they're choosing to frame each image. I don't understand why they have like this. Um, uh, what do you call it? Lineup. I don't. Like, what is that? Actually, that kind of oh, plays into about, the whole... Wait, did you already move on to concept two? I'm just kind of... No, wasn't that concept one? No, concept... Well, concept one was them in the individual rooms with the game tables, and concept two was the lineup. Oh, my bad. I'm just looking at... It still has at, the orange background. Looking at Google in general. <laughs> oh, Google's terrible. I'm on their... Well, like, I'm just on their Twitter. Yeah. Oh, Twitter. I just didn't feel like digging. I know. <laughs> They're, but, they're actually pretty close to the top, yeah. I guess I'm not really going by each one anymore. I'm just right, kind of going okay. by in general. Yeah, the um, color palette was kind of... Yeah, well, like we said about concept one, with this the strange fucking like plastic chokers yeah. that they're wearing and just all the denim. <sighs> and like... Even Jin's got this weird collar going on, like Victorian. It's just so fucking weird. I don't get it. And then there was ARMY who were calling out Big Hit because in some of these concept photos, they've edited out um, Jimin and Jungkook's tattoos. (gasps) They did? I didn't even notice. But then turned around and, like, left them in other concept photos, so... Wait... Where's Jimin's tattoo that they edited out? Uh, Jimin has the number 13. I can't remember where. Is that on his arm? No. I know everyone keeps saying that he has that Nevermind tattoo across his ribs. Right. They keep saying that he has that for real. I thought that was still up for debate. In the gas station. Oh, in the gas uh, station one. I'm not looking at the road. Where he's spraying water. I, can, okay. I don't know if that's low enough of a cut to see it, but... Oh, see, I thought, like, if he was there, I don't think that was low enough. Because I thought right. his was, like, lower, like, almost at the bottom of his ribs. 
I don't know. Yeah, I would say mid-ribs, but I don't think that's cut low enough to see that. But regardless, there are times yeah. where they've shown um, Jungkook's hand tattoos and then other ones where they've edited it out. Come on. Seriously? Yeah. yeah. Why it's really weird. Like, be consistent. Either take but them out or leave them in. Why would they even do that? Like, that's just, that's just dumb. It is dumb. <laughs> because I see them. Or would they? I don't know. But this lineup thing actually works pretty nicely with what you and I discovered. Oh, the lineup one. Why the lineup one? Did they right? take out his hand tattoos? That's bizarre. Oh, did they? Yeah, it's the lineup one that they took out his arm tattoos. <laughs> oh, yeah, they did. I can see already. That is bizarre. It is weird. What the fuck, big hit? Oh, oh no. I hate that. I see some of his sleeve. Oh, I can't zoom in. Wait. In the lineup one, though, do you see? I don't see anything on his arms. That's why I was, like, looking at the lineup one. His arms are clean. (laughs) Both of them. I'm sure you're right. I was looking. I'm going to have to now fucking go to BTS. Yeah, you have to go to their Twitter. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. But what was that movie we were saying? They look like the outsiders. Outsiders, yes. Listen. Most army are probably going to be way too young. They're like, what the fuck is the outsiders? <laughs> Google it. Google that shit. And tell uh, me. Oh, it makes me uh, feel so old. I watched that shit in school. Uh, I, I, first of all, I just want to go on record to say, Jimin, my God, he is so <laughs> freaking beautiful. He God, is beautiful. he's so beautiful. Um, v... Jimin mm. and V really just like shine for me. I agree. Um, and he doesn't have his perm anymore. You know what? I take it back. I think did they? Sh- no, I'm looking. I don't. Did they just remove some of the tattoos? I don't know. Maybe I'm drunk. I don't <laughs> even know. I mean, I see army and the army symbol. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not super well acquainted with his tattoos. I thought there were more stuff on the top of his hand. Now that I zoom in, maybe I'm wrong. I thought like on top of army, like like you know how he has army across his knuckles. I thought there was yeah. more stuff like on like top. Of, I don't know. Um, I will sorry. say Let's v, go back. v yeah. in that uh, group. Um. What do you call this? Oh my god, what's with my brain? Line up. Oh yeah. <laughs> that attitude. Ah! Yeah. Yeah, he looks so I good. I mean, I love that face. I love his I don't give a fuck about you face. That's my favorite <laughs> face. Which he wears that face well. He does. Um, so Jimin. Why does uh, it look like Jimin's holding a cigarette? <laughs> I that pen. But it's a pen. Oh my god. I it know. So here's a couple things. Number one. So, God, he looks so good. I, you know, I love like styling. I love clothing. I love photo concepts. Like, I am all about that. Like, I love that stuff. When these were released, I was like, uh, I was kind of disappointed because, um, I I'm confused by the color palette. Well, number Mm. one, I'm confused by the color palette because it's so overwhelming. Those like 
the really bright colors, I thought yeah. it just didn't provide like a beautiful backdrop. Even though, like, remember how we talked about the original Butter concepts, like when Butter was released, like those teaser photos? I mm-hmm. love the way they were in suits. Like, they look grown, even though I thought it was, like, 1970s basement. But, like, the background was not as as jarring. It wasn't as imposing as what they were wearing. Like, now, I look back at those. I was like, what the fuck? Why? Why? They look grown. They look beautiful. The way that, like, Jimin with those glasses and the hair and the suit. Oh, my God. They looked amazing. Then you go to this. It's like, those photos look like they were, like, men in their late 20s. Now we're back at this. I was like, what is happening? I, are, we, are we reversing? Are we going back to angsty teenage years? I don't understand it. it like, okay, it doesn't God. make sense from a concept or like from the music video to this and all these concept photos. I Nothing. Know. There's no, con- it's not cohesive. It's, there's no, and, it's and I don't over. understand. There's no continuity. No. So this is why I'm like, are these more photos geared toward permission to dance? I just don't see how that could be. I don't know because this is my problem. Because they show the um, the lineup in the I music know. video. I don't know. So it's I feel so like weird. there's a, a connection there. But I cannot connect them with so suckers in their mouth and playing board games or it's, at a, it's a car wash wanna, or on the beach. None of term. It's this, I feel like there's a certain level of infantasizing in this concept that I don't appreciate. What do you mean? Fantasizing how? No, infantasizing, like making them young. Oh. Infantasizing. Gotcha. Things I don't Uh. like. The board games, the chokers. Well, the the way they're dressed. The the glasses of milk and the milk jugs (laughs) and the fucking plastic ball pits. Like, WTF. Like, I just, I don't understand because they look, it's, it's, again, they look like they're angsty teens. And I just, I'm confused by, by these photos and this concept. And yeah, I don't, like, sucking, like, the suckers and, like, I, it's very, it's, it's juvenile. Yeah. It is juvenile and I don't I don't like it. I don't get it. None of this just makes sense from a marketing standpoint, like from a <sighs> cohesive like branding. I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. And it's quite I just it's weird. Like why it, are we always talking about this? And here's I don't the other know. thing. I don't get like Okay, I I'm like literally photos i'm only looking at their faces because what they're wearing are all like i don't understand like jimin like in the first photo the cutoff <laughs> shorts the kilt like the old raggedy t-shirt and those boots like i'm like what is this is it punk rock is it like two yeah. early 2000s Ooh, like like, like yeah. is it early 2000s club kids with those freaking ugly ass like fur boots or like what is this like it's all me. It just it none of it makes. It does sense look like punk me. rock. <sighs> but is it no? Punk but rock? then Jen- how punk rock can you be with ball Alt- like plastic ball know. pits and like glasses of milk? Well, I meant it- Jimin, but the oh, ball yeah. pit. 
I don't understand yeah. that whatsoever. Yeah. I, the, I don't know. The pink plastic gun that J-Hope is wearing with that cheap plastic <laughs> choker with the... I, I, I don't get it. I hate that vest, too. <sighs> I will have to say... I'm just not say, a fan of, like, cut-off jean stuff. I will have to say, I do love that, like... Um, so, Jungkook, V... And Yumi are all wearing these kind of like, and also um, Jin, they are wearing those like ruffle collar, like high collar, like kind of like organza shirts. I mm-hmm. kind of dig that, but it's weird that it. It just doesn't that aside, It's yeah, it's weird how they're styled with the other stuff. You know what else I hate? That beige fur cuff that Yoongi's wearing. <laughs> on it's his pants? Just, oh my god. I, oh no, are you talking about on his hand? Like, it, on on his wrist. Yeah. On his wrist. I just, like, it's like a fur like bracelet cuff. I don't get it. I'm I don't get it either. I don't know. Who's like, <sighs> who's making this stuff? Don't know, but it, it doesn't the, matter. Do you understand? It doesn't matter because no, everyone, I know, when it's I like know. these are the best cops ever. They're, but this is exactly like, why the blueprint. They're the blueprint. I didn't. I didn't yeah. run out. First of all, I don't like butter that much. It's better than yeah. dynamite, but I don't. It's not. It's not amazing to me. So one, the song itself's not doing it. And two, right. seeing these concepts, I'm definitely not running out. Yeah, but to pre-order matter. this. I know it doesn't because I'm only one about, person. Yeah. Like, can we talk about like they're all wearing like hard, like handcuffs? I'm fucking confused. What? Handcuffs? Okay. In the lineup photos, they're all wearing handcuffs, but they're heart shaped. Like, is. <laughs> I didn't even see that. Do you know how many because, times I've looked at this and I did not even oh, see that? Oh, because I'm a crazy person. We talked about this, how crazy I zoom into all of these things. And now it's just like in a bad way. And I just, I do not, it just, it looks juvenile. And I need them to look like fucking sexy grownups that they are. I need them to I, stop doing this shit. I think that that is one of the bigger disconnects for me. Is and, like you said, oh my God, we, we're bunny. expecting... People in their mid-twenties, you know, these are men. They're not kids. They're not oh, debuting God. at 16 years old. They've been in the industry for going on, yeah, what, eight yeah, years. Yeah. Uh, I I want to see more. Not this, like, gimmicky, childlike, yeah. juvenile delinquent. I don't yeah. even know. What the hell? And then he put such an ugly color palette into it. Yeah. It's like... What are you trying to do? And then none of the imagery goes together. I know. None of their outfits even make sense together. I know. I, it's and then there's a disconnect. They're really in the just video. trying to make like distressed denim like in the worst possible way. Not even cute. They're just trying to make like frayed, ugly, like dirty, distressed denim and like overalls to come back. And I, I I'm don't not a love. Fan. I no. But I'm this not. is the thing. <laughs> I wasn't a fan of it when it was original. This is where I sort of have a problem. They are all really beautiful people. Yes. They really, they have stunning features. They're all really beautiful. 
these outfits are wearing them and I really fucking have a problem. I have a problem with the styling of these photos. Yes. I don't think the styling is doing them justice and I just think it's awkward and it doesn't flow well. And you know, even we talked about this with Master X and we were honest with them like from, from you know, concept one to two to three, great. And then concept four like took a nose dive and we didn't, <laughs> you know, we even talked yeah. about butter. Like even with our alts, we, we're very honest people. We have a different perspective. Like the look and feel of things is really important to us. But yeah, it just like in the beach scene, it just like none of it. It's just none, none of, of it. it's cohesive. Okay. But I will have to say, remember, we did we asked for a beach scene for concept four <laughs> yeah, from Monster X, and wanted, we got one with butter. But I this is not what dark. we wanted. I wanted I my beachiest pole dark or Monster X pole dark moments, not like. Fucking, let's put with on the fluffiest shit. Floaties. Yeah, fucking and plastic floaties. What with the f- every ah. single, every single shot is a horribly ugly palette to me for the beach scene. You have the I beautiful know. ocean, but then you're backed with this this fucking white and yellow pulled um, volleyball ah. net. You know, you got these very loud, obnoxiously bright green and orange umbrellas and then you have fucking blue and yellow striped chairs there's so much going on in the imagery but you not in a good way the, no right. you don't even see the idol in my opinion I they know. get lost like I'm you have so an orange angry. chair yeah. and a yellow chair next to these bright ass yellow poles you got rm who's gorgeous i know but he gets lost he's not the center of attention you have three surfboards stabbing out of his head like who fucking puts this together even jimin like yeah i want to see his face i want to see his fucking face i mean i'm okay with the three quarter quarter profile whatever but orange overalls yeah, everything else is so like just like the way the it's umbrella over the top. and the like it's so much that like it's yeah. so much that i can't focus on his face like the color see this is no, why he I looks styling. so cute like his hair looks cute like he looks cute <sighs> but he's surrounded by vivid colors by garbage. everywhere <laughs> he's surrounded by garbage i'm sorry like the styling you was cannot such a miss for me i agree you cannot put that many fucking objects in a no. in the center of the photo. Like he's Which, literally surrounded. Here's the thing: if we flip, like if those umbrellas were like white, or something that's more like muted. Yes. And he was, and he didn't have like so many fucking floaties, like that <laughs> pineapple floaty and whatever. Yeah, just have my carrying problem one. is is that I really have to search for him. Yes. And he is so gorgeous. And every other photo, his face pops out. Now I fucking have to like literally, I literally am blowing it up so I don't see the other shit so I can see his face. <laughs> like this is what makes me angry. This is like the set, the styling, the clothing. It's wearing them. And I don't appreciate it because you're not, I just feel like you're not doing them justice. Like they're yeah. such beautiful people and they have such presence. And to be overwhelmed by the backdrop, I think it's it's yeah. it's it's bad decision making. It's, it's bad not decision helping. Making. I think that's why I, the the shots that I tend to gravitate toward are more simple. 
Yeah. Like J-Hope with the pink tips and it's yeah. literally just him. His face. And the background yeah. is, you know, yeah. uh, Gossier, you know. Yeah. Yeah, he looks, that looks gorgeous because yeah. I can focus on one thing and, yeah. and then even Jimin in the car, the car part oh, yeah. is not exactly gorgeous, but he is. No, but he, he pops he out. He pops out. Yeah, exactly. because there's enough contrast. It's like there's no garbage. Like he's Everything so else beautiful is muted. in faith. Wait, it's almost like when I look at that photo, it's almost like he was like a 3D relief coming out. That that shot is fucking gorgeous. Yes. But like even that shot of um from that particular series at the car wash, like um even with RM, like I like to me yeah. that was his best photo in all of them because there's not a lot of stuff surrounding him. It's more focused on his face. Same He's thing centered. with yeah, yeah, like I will have to say, like, Yoongi on the last one, yeah. right, in the last one with Yoongi, like, he looks beautiful. I love that shot. He looks very content. But here's he my does. problem. He's wearing a white shirt with a cream shirt on top of it, and you put him in a chair with white and cream behind it. So it's like he's, like, melding into it, and then you have these really bright colors above his head. So your eye, like, doesn't, like, I, I don't Which one want are we to talking? It's on the beach where he's sitting in the hammock. Ah, yes. Okay. Like, I think his depth yeah. of how Again, his face looks. He looks so content looks, and beautiful. Yeah. But, like, it's so much like that. Just those umbrellas. I just think those orange umbrellas and the blue and, and yellow chairs were just they're such a mistake too loud. Yeah, yeah they're I agree. They're, he they're looks really, really, really attention. nice. Um, Sugar looks really nice on the gas station one when he's laying on the car. Yes. Well, you also that was really love, well done. What somebody lays, we know that about you. <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he does. Um, the other, I love the other him one, with dark hair. I'm not gonna lie. I, I love him with dark hair. I like him with many different shades. Yeah. I think he's a gorgeous man. Oh, he there. He is really beautiful. I think the reason why I like the one, concept one where Jimin has the pen in his hand. Yeah. I think I like this one the most out of all the shots for that concept is because, like so we've clean. been saying, it's clean. It's so the clean. The focus is on Jimin. Yeah. Um, And then that, they have that nice spotlight kind of going on in the background. And yep. it's got a really nice orange and red hue. He, right. You know and what I this mean? Is, like this is why this particular photo works right like that orange is so intense but what really this photo work is is that he's wearing white and that yeah. hair color is really working because if he yeah. had a different color hair if he had like blonde hair or something not so saturated he will be completely lost and i i agree with you that spotlight to his left which yeah. actually kind of like toned down that orange that yes. also made a huge difference because if that was tone on tone if was that saturated all the way around he won't pop like that this is what i'm saying like this hair i think this hair is really doing wonders in these photos because the hair is such a stark contrast it's right. this tone this super saturated garnet burgundy color that is offsetting this really bright freaking saturated orange i agree Ugh. There, oh, there are so good moments to these shots. Yes. It's just... It's a little overwhelming whoever, me. Yeah, whoever was directing it, or whoever's putting together this concepts, all the right. concepts, 
It yeah. just, I don't think they're hitting the mark, in my opinion. It's too much. They did, I think it's, a, I, I, for me, number one, the styling was kind of off. And, um, yeah, the colors are kind of weird. And I just, I Too many props. Like <laughs> all the wrong props. Yeah. Because all the wrong props, I don't like, I just don't understand this whole, like, Why juvenile does... aesthetic. Like, no. what are we doing with plastic guns, <laughs> plastic guns, shape handcuffs, Lollipops. like, plastic balls, jugs of milk. Like, these are fucking sexy-ass, beautiful, grown-ass men. Why? I don't get this. I mean, I just, I don't get it. To put in perspective... We had Monsta X, who's of the same age range Correct. as BTS, yes. holding, like, you know, really yeah. pretty crystal yeah. glasses with yeah. alcohol. Yep. Pseudo-alcohol. Right. You know, portraying yeah. this, like, more... Sophisticated, grown-up. Adult. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's not to say that they couldn't do it. <sighs> I don't want to be It's not to say person. that they have to do the same concepts. It's just... Right. Um, you know, why mean, milk? I don't want to be this person, but there are some similarities between Monsta X, their photos, and BTS. There's a lot of, like, Monsta X also had, like, chessboards and gazes, right? Um, there's usage of, like, drinks, um, like the pool table. And are you talking about, like, things. one of a kind? Yeah. 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 Okay. For their photo. So there were, there were, there, and Monsta X is also, like, fucking yeah, overloaded felt, with props. But it, it felt, felt different elegant correct because it was so this is why i say this is what i meant when i say this felt juvenile to me yeah is is that i don't these these styling choices these are styling choices these styling choices are very confusing to me because again it's like the lollipop in the mouth is this supposed to be sexy do you know what I mean? I, yeah, I know. The, the cookie by your mouth. Is this supposed to be sexy? Again, this is... Remember I said this about Butter? The song felt... It's trying to be sexy in a very PG way. This <laughs> yes. concept is also giving me that vibe. It's like they're trying to be sexy. They're trying to put an envelope. But they're doing it in such a pullback way. It's just confusing. Uh. Like, commit. If you're going to be like a bunch of juvenile delinquents, you should hardcore just commit to that. And not throwing these because again, like I, I'm just confused. It's very confusing to me, and I just these styling choices are just very. Um, I think I am, yeah. I'm not. I'm not buying into the styling choices. No, me either. It's I wish too- they would have just stayed with their original butter concept in suits. You know, a little bit more plain background. Like I, that was actually very visually striking. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know, man. It's confusing as fuck. I know. I just... And I feel like every listener is gonna think we just hate them. <laughs> we don't hate them at all. Okay. Did I you really not don't. like? This is the thing we keep on saying. They're beautiful, sexy men. Give us, give us grown up. Like and we, we, we do we like want music grown too. up concepts. Yeah. I, at this point, and it, this is, you know, I think this is a styling issue, and I don't know how much they, how much 
control they have over the setting, the setting, the concepts. Right. But I I mean, it's probably like month sex where they're like, well, whatever the stylists give us, that's what we're wearing. I guess. (laughs) I'm just... If I'm showing a bunch of chests, I guess that's what I'm doing. (laughs) I want... Listen, I want to see shirts open, chests, oh, you know, for BTS. I can't. I mean, whatever they want, whatever they're comfortable with, it doesn't necessarily have to be that. I know that, like, a lot of them are working out. Right. You know. I know. We want to see the the fruits of their hard labor, people. (laughs) Uh, It's such a, it's just a a huge conflict for me, personally. So hopefully, whatever they decide to release next um, will satisfy our itch better, hopefully. Again, I have high hopes for permission to dance. Well, I guess we'll find out on Friday. We'll find out. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Another three-hour podcast. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I'm always, like, watching the clock going, oh, we're doing well. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, we're not doing well I know. (laughs) Like, I just looked up. I was like, holy moly. It's another (laughs) three-hour podcast. (sighs) Anyways, well, I thought they, like, face-wise, you know, BTS still look beautiful. I mean, again... Uh, anyways, I'm sure we'll talk about it next time. Well, yes. By then, we'll have, um, <laughs> again, I have for permissions to dance. And that's that. Yeah. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, I will say that, in my opinion, the podcast is going well. <laughs> so, I mean, I watch the numbers, and, you know, I can... I'm just really satisfied and happy, so I'm really glad that everyone's choosing to listen. Good. And I'm extremely very blessed and happy to have Jade here with me. Aw, <laughs> thank you, my friend. I love doing this. Yes. It's means fun a lot. to fangirl with a friend. Yes, I agree. And we're I mean, not just talking about Monster X. We talked about no. the business and we talked about groups. It's really the K-pop corner. Exactly. <laughs> Should I put an asterisk? Be like, K-pop corner, but really huge part of Monster X. We didn't even talk about Monster X's next English album, but we'll save it for later. Uh, yeah, we can talk about it when we actually find out a little yeah. bit more information. We don't yeah, really absolutely. know too much. Except Let's for get being... through permission to dance first. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes. The globalization of K-pop continues. <laughs> actually, I should say, the globalization of K-pop is just beginning yeah no i think that's probably true and then with the world maybe starting to open up again correct yes (laughs) good times good times well thank you everyone again if you want to um email me uh with any suggestions or topics or complaints or whatever you want we you can email me at the kpop corner podcast at gmail.com And we'll see you next time at the K-Pop Corner. Bye. Bye.